Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce the launch of our Minnesota Wild merch. All you got to do is go to 10ktakesmn.com, go to the shop tab, and check out our brand new Minnesota Wild merch. We've got you covered from sweatshirts to awesome graphic tees, even hats. So once again, go to 10ktakesmn.com, go to the shop tab, check it out. We also have Minnesota Twins merch. We're up the Twins during the playoff run. Minnesota Vikings merch, which... Season may be sad, but hey, at least you can support your favorite team. And um, yeah, now we're going to be awesome, releasing this uh, awesome Minnesota Wild merch. Go to 10ktakesmn.com, go to the shop tab, support us today. On this episode of It's a Bit, we're joined by Emma Carpenter. She's a golfer at the University of Minnesota, dabbles in broadcasting. She sings national anthem, has her own clothing line. She's awesome, has a lot going on, a great interview with Emma. We're also going to talk Minnesota sports it was a bit of a tough weekend. The Gophers lost. The Twins lost once. The Vikings lost. The Wild are back. We're actually recording this right after game three of the Twins and Astros, so we'll give a little immediate reaction to that. And we're going to finish the show with our bits of the week, as always. So all of that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit presented by 10,000 Takes. My name is Boss Man, joined by a full studio, Wags producer, Cam, journalist, Jake. Week two in the new studio, we got a little more lighting. There's a mural behind me if you're watching on YouTube. That's pretty badass, although Marlo got mad at me because I screwed up the K and takes. It does actually look, now that I look at it from the camera, it does look fucked up. Look at, but look it's because it's, it's not colored in. I think once we color it in, it'll look well, fine. Well, uh... Jack like made the K fatter. He made it look like an E. Okay, to my credit though, there was a line that went there, and I could have maybe it was should have been erased on the original sketch. I'm not going to throw Marlo under the bus because the whole thing looks great. Was Marlo actually kind of mad at you? He was. I mean, he was, but he I was, was like a upset. I'm like, this is what you get for allowing me, dude. I was the worst at art. I'm still probably the worst artist you'd ever meet. Like, I'm not great at art. I almost am probably allergic to it. So, to be honest. I was surprised that I was able to color in most of the A without fucking it up. Oh, but couldn't we? Yet. Couldn't we throw white out over it? No, because this is like off-white paint. I don't know. I think it'll look. You I had, think. I think it was colored in fine. It'll, it'll be fine. fine. He yeah. can fix it. Jack You're, had too many Jack, cultivated CBD seltzers, and he couldn't oh, color in the line. Nice plug. We do love cultivated yeah. CBD. I drank four of those seltzers and watched a wild game. The yeah. video's live. I got really high and just giggled at preseason hockey and. That's yeah. what we. That's what we. That's what we deliver here at Ten Thousand Takes. Is we get chopped and we watch sports. We get fucked because that's up. what we care about. Speaking of uh, <laughs> sports and cultivated CBD, I could use one of those products now because of how stressful the Twins game was today. We lost nine to one Actually, to the Astros. Just like not stressful, I don't think. Well, it was nice that they started getting blown out right away because then we, yeah. you know, we, but, we knew what to expect. But it was stressful for those first few innings because they couldn't put up a fucking run. Yeah, they and- had. They had yeah. two guys on with one out, two innings in a row. We thought maybe there's a chance we could tie this game up. Nope. It was a little like, yeah, it was very frustrating seeing them. Like I thought there was multiple times in that game where there was a guy on first and second when we like got out of the inning. Uh, I'm like, come on, just just punch it in now. Come on. And well, and here's the, here's the big thing. We're having so many issues with runners in the scoring position. We need someone other than Carlos Correa to be able to hit someone home, and no one on the team is able to right now. 
I also think uh, Sonny Gray owes the entire Minnesota Twins fan base an apology because we started off the game with Johan Santana throwing the first pitch to Joe Maurer, wearing a Pablo Lopez jersey. If you forgot, game one against Toronto, Pablo Lopez came out wearing a Johan Santana jersey, and they're both from Venezuela. So it was really cool to see Santana throw a first pitch to Maurer just like old times, and then he takes off his windbreaker, and it's the Pablo Lopez jersey they hug. Then we just proceed to get boat raced. I know, so, right? Like, like the first pitch was by so far. Cool. It was by far the highlight of the game, right? Nothing else came to it. And what I loved about the first pitch too was Johan Santana. He did like a slow reveal of the jersey. Like he played up to the dramatics. He did the pitch. Pablo Lopez came out to shake his hand, and Johan stopped him. And then he slowly undid his windbreaker, revealing the Pablo Lopez jersey. That was amazing. It was all time. It was an all time moment, and it's just so unfortunate. It was. Like, imagine if when Mason Shaw, after tearing his fourth ACL, goes up and does Let's Play Hockey Game 3, and then the Wild get killed. That's kind of, like, that didn't happen. We obviously kicked their ass in Game 3 against the Stars, and that made the moment that much better. But starting off the game with that, and then proceeding to get embarrassed at home, just we just got blue balls completely by that whole thing. Yeah, I don't even. It, it's upset. It's upsetting watching it and then having to talk about it immediately after. I don't right? even know how to like process it, really. Yeah, because I remember, I, I even though game one was a lot closer and it was a lot more fun to watch, I felt very similar after game one. Like, ugh, like we're just gonna blow it all. And then game two, you get such a high after the W, and then game three happens. And I just, I'm trying well, to, be, I'm trying to approach it more level headed, right? Yeah, because like when when I started watching the game and I turned it on, I'm like, wow, this feels weird. You see the one one series tied yep. graphic ALDS. Whoa, it doesn't say 2-0 Houston, like <laughs> yes. where it's been when we were in the ALDS in the past. I'm like, we're competing, and you feel it with the, with the Carlos Correa and uh, Royce Lewis and the good pitching with Pablo Lopez. Like, we don't have this hype in Minnesota. We just never had it. So I actually had a little bit of optimism going in, into that game, and for them to do that was just a little bit of a – yeah, it was. It was a, a reminder. It was a reminder to what Minnesota sports ultimately is. Put right? us in our place, I guess. Yes. Yep. and that's okay. We got a little too cocky. I think yep. after Sunday, we thought, you know what, we're going to sweep this Houston Astros team. We're going to make some jokes about them cheating three years ago, and we're going to send them home. That just didn't happen. That yeah. just didn't happen at all. Somewhat, some some of the Astro fans don't like me because I made fun of uh, um, Pena for celebrating. Yeah, their shortstop after he got on base. Turns out he promised some sick kids. I saw that. Tough look. I made fun of him for celebrating when they were down five rip by getting on base and shaking around his hips. Turns out he promised some kids with cancer that he would do that celebration when he got on base. Not a great look for me. I don't hate kids with cancer. I'm just going to go out and say that before, before the press gets it. But now that a lot of those guys don't like me, just like, I mean, there's a lot of people in Texas who don't like me after the, the star stuff last year. But uh, now they're like, oh, well, how does the ce- how does the celebrating pain you did look now? And I'm like, it's still hilarious. You were down five rip. Here's the thing: like one, yeah, he did it for sick kids, and he did it to like, honor them, which is awesome. Two, he still did it. It looked ridiculous, and it was when they were losing by a lot. Yeah, don't promise kids you're gonna do it when they're when you're down. Maybe. Yeah, and here's the thing: um, why didn't he do it game one? It's a good point. He's been on why, base like why, every why, game. why can't he wait until they're winning in game three to do it? Yeah, you know what I'm saying though. Like, like there's just I feel like there's a time and place, and no matter who you promise, there's a time and place for this. Well, yeah. So we lost. Um, the weird thing with today's game was the sunlight issue. So Target Field has always been like this, but if they play at 3 p.m., the sun is in a specific spot where yeah. the pitcher is in the shadow. Then there's a, a chunk of light, and then the batter's in the shadow. So the ball essentially goes from dark to light to dark. And they were showing like the ESPN catcher cam where he's 
like the umpire. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it did look like the ball was impossible to hit when it was like that. But the Astros were fucking juicing it, so yeah, it, did, it, didn't, it didn't even matter. So I, I really wanted to do a Buttergate-esque excuse train about that until I realized that the Astros were also getting screwed over by the sunlight problem. So Right, and also you would think that the sunlight problem would benefit Minnesota having to fight through it a few times this year. Apparently yeah, not. Apparently what yeah. they're saying is that new high-rise apartment that's on top of like the Budweiser roof deck is fucking pitiful to look at. Well, oh, no. I'm sure. It looks. Which, it kind of like, looks disgusting. Like if you try to look down to the third baseline to see the hitting coach, or even it's in the corner of your eye, like they say, like the reflection is so Gosh, bad. Tear it down, especially when when they're gonna rent those out, and there's gonna be some drunk daddy money chads out there partying on the rooftop with the boys and just distracting everyone on the field. <laughs> they're gonna try to throw shit onto the field, but they're just gonna miss yeah, red solos and flamingo bombs. Yeah. Well, Cam, do you think that issue will go away when they finalize the building and everything? Well, it depends. I because I haven't I haven't paid attention to it. The past couple times I'm there, so I don't know what the like, how they built the building. Like, if it's all glass, no, it's gonna be fucked. Yeah, the reflection. So I, but I'm sure if it gets really bad, like they'll be told to like, hey, change this now. You know mm-hmm. what the the twins should do? What Las Vegas is currently doing with the hotels? Um, they're like, if you don't pay a licensing fee to watch the games, we're just gonna put up a big black curtain mm-hmm. to block your view of the game. If everyone in that apartment building isn't paying the price of a regular season ticket, they should be putting a big black curtain over that entire building, thus blocking the distraction from the players and getting the team more income. Because I know the Twins would, would love that money. 100%. Did any of you else find it weird? Like During the broadcast, they were talking about how the Houston Astros were more than likely prepared for Sonny Gray's sweeper because they can dial these machines and set them up. The, the pitching machines to almost reflect and be Matt exact Walner, to how... Ma- Matt Walner uses that. Yeah. not correct. It, it, well, no. So this is what they're announcing. I'm not saying this I is know, my opinion, but I'm just saying that would be fucking insane. That almost sounds like... That almost feels like cheating if they allow these machines <laughs> to literally... Our players accurately, use those machines. Literally accurately um, you know, imitate how a pitcher pitches. And they can literally just you can literally just go into the machine and then literally just master how that pitcher pitches the sweeper, for example. It's truly ridiculous. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the Astros that figured out a way to do that because they're cheating bitches. assholes. Um, except Correa, he's clean now. Um, and I forgive him for all of his sins. Follow the that name. Um, but the fact that like Sonny Gray, Jake, did you Jake just, just had an episode? Someone keep. The last three picks, people have taken my guy, the pick okay. before me. So for what those of you who don't know, uh, Cam, Jack, and Jake are currently participating during this podcast in a fantasy draft. They're not in charge of it. It just is unfortunate. This is a $100 league, yeah. too, so you have to allow but us like, to be assholes. I yeah. do, all of our hockey fans, though, I do want to point out that Jake is having a panic attack because he doesn't get Kevin Shattenkirk. I think you're going to be No, okay. no, it was uh, Sandine, Ryan Sandine. Oh, okay. I was looking at his plus minus. It was very good. <laughs> and I could use him as a depth guy. I just got a, um, whatever his My strategy, if he sounds Russian, Pedersen. Anyway, you know, a lot of the NHL, Jake, they're moving away from the plus minus stat just because it's not really a good stat to kind of judge They should have done by. that with football last year with the Vikings, the point differential. Do you want to know who's being subjected yeah. to that now? The, the New York Giants. Which is hilarious. The point um, differential is like the worst of all time right now. Anyway, I'm pretty sure Sonny Gray only gave up eight home runs on a sweeper this year. Maybe, I don't know. I no, might have, I know. I might have read the stat wrong. 
call me stupid, but it could have been he only gave up eight home runs all year. I don't know. Well, didn't they but what say, I do know is yeah, that he mind. gave up two today, both on the sweeper. Yeah. I don't fucking get it. Didn't they say the two, like the last time he gave up a home run on the sweeper was July of 2022? Yeah. And, it, now, and now fucking Houston yeah. gets two. And then they so asked, they interviewed Bregman. They're like, oh, are you seeing the ball today? Like, and he was try, he was being very secretive. Like, you know, I'm just, he's a great pitcher. I'm just, you know, I squared up on it and just, and hit it well. Like he was saying it was just all luck. I'm like, even the announcers were saying, like, I think uh, he's trying to say that he's not going to tell his secret. Like, they know something, and it means someone's banging the drum or some shit again. <laughs> yep. But it's in their headset. I don't know. Um, while we're on the topic of the Twins, a few awesome things we saw in the crowded today's game. There was a kid holding up a sign that said three things I hate. Eating broccoli, true. Doing homework, true. And the Houston Astros, very true. So kids know more than us. And uh, another great thing I saw was a fan who had a Minnesota Twins helmet. Half his face is painted red, and the other half his face is painted black, and he has like a terrifying beard. So my favorite thing when I see people with their face painted at games, specifically adults, is I love picturing them sitting in traffic after the game. Just like... Painted up. (laughs) Painted up, just staring at the car in front of them, you know, listening to the post game, waiting to get home, just... Depressed as hell. (laughs) Looking like a child. It's my favorite, it's my favorite image anytime I see an adult with their face painted at a sporting event. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. We have, uh, we have game four tomorrow, or today when this podcast comes out at Target Field, I think we'll have uh, Joe Ryan, who's Jake's uh, boyfriend on the mound, and... um, (laughs) Yeah. Did I say... uh, is that because I said he was a good-looking dude? Yeah, he is a good-looking. Yeah, guy. he is a good-looking. We all, guy. we all got his bobblehead. Yeah, That's we true. did. So I'm in love with Jake's Joe Ryan. done some things with the bobblehead. Yeah, We're not sure. going to get into that. <laughs> but um, oh, well, here's the thing too. This the Twins still can win the series. Okay, they yes. really can. It's not over. So Joe Ryan needs a good game tomorrow, and then what? We have Pablo in Game Five, maybe on three days rest, four days rest. Yeah, it'll be Pablo Verlander. Yeah, which again would be an electric. Bet the under. Match. So again, Actually, that's that's five days rest. That's perfect. Yeah, so yeah, he's, he'll be fine there. That's so again, fine. all we need to do is win one of these games and have ride Pablo in game five. And who knows? We could easily win the series. But again, a lot of work ahead of us. <laughs> yep. Um, How hard do we have to ride him? As hard as you can. How hard do we have to pay him or bang the drum? <laughs> I don't know. What? The world may never know. The world may never know. Um, all right. That's enough on the Twins. Hopefully, the next time we record this, we're on to the ALCS. That would be fucking awesome. Vibes would be high, man. Can you imagine this city and uh, AL? Like, there'd be no point in even trying to go through the Loring Tunnel anymore yeah, because we, the traffic would be so bad. We won one game this series, and you, the fucking did you see uh, Target Field for a 3 p.m. start time? Like, I mean, they were crazy. Packed. It was it was the eighth inning. They were down by like seven runs, and the place was still packed. And they were still cheering, and it was like 160 bucks to sit in the upper level of the yeah. game. So that that's a that's a fan base who deserves so much more. But yep. we're also not going to be. We're not going to be uh, like greedy and not appreciate how far we've come, yeah. how far we've gotten. Because this ride's it's already been impressive awesome. that we've got that we actually made a run in the sport, which is does it doesn't happen, Jack. Yeah, I know you can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't use that word very often. So, um, well, I guess getting a little more depressing. The Gophers lost. Uh, I was at my brother's wedding, so I was very thankful to just check the score every half hour and see that the number for Michigan kept going higher. Um, you guys were at the game, fifty-two ten final. Yeah. Again, so the score when you when you say it, it sounds absolutely horrible. Uh, it didn't feel like that until like you know third quarter. They, like it felt like at the half, the Gophers had a chance to kind of turn it around. They they threw that 
that bomb from Kaliak praying Mantis to uh, was it Jackson at uh, at the end of the yeah, first Jackson. half? Yeah, at the end of the first half, and it was an amazing throw. It was like one of the only throws that actually completed all fucking game. But um, I actually thought, hey, they might you know they stop Michigan at the start of the second half and actually score. And hey, you're only down by a touchdown. Uh, it went the opposite way real quick. And I'm not gonna lie, it's something actually really freeing being blown out by that much. Like. A lot of the Gopher games, I'm a little bit nervous, um, or I just want us to hold onto the lead, or I'm even bored. It was I was just kind of sitting there in awe that Michigan was doing what they were doing to us, even with backups. It was it was just nice to like not be freaking out about a game and actually just watching it. So, journalist Jake, I have a statistic for you. Um, in the second half, the Gophers ran 27 plays, including punts, and only five of them were passes. Is it time to have the conversation about PJ Flex coaching abilities? Uh, I mean, the conversation has already been open <laughs> for three years, for a few years since the since Bowling Green shit with yeah. the uh, you know the playing not the lose mentality, which is getting very annoying. But Dude, that was just he, embarrassing. He had to run that much because he wanted the game to get over with, right? Like he just wanted to run yeah, out the clock. But they, but you, you wanted you, to but, run out the clock. Yeah, that's you, why. Then, like why else? It's like they happened in the Northwestern game. It risks then the team becoming very predictable, and yep. the team just know, oh, it's a run. Okay, well, it's another three and out. You're giving the ball back. So then you're just giving them time. And then guess to come what? Back. Michigan isn't playing conservative. They're shoving it down your throat every single time. I know. Oh, d- yeah. Championship mindset. They're literally, right well, they have Jim Harbaugh, Mr. Khaki Pants or whatever. He wasn't wearing khakis. He wasn't. No That's diaper? Weird. No, no diaper. diaper? Didn't wow. see one. But uh, that was just embarrassing. I questioned my entire fandom after that game. I will say I am. I was at a demolition derby <laughs> during the game. And it Excuse was me. so much better. Oh, I'm sure. I, yeah, I was I, at a I wedding. Was, I had a great night. Yeah, I was following the game on my phone a little bit. That at... Um, and but like I just didn't care after yeah. I saw we got we're getting killed. I'm like perfect. I'm not wasting my time. Yeah. Like, well, I'm sure it was still fun. I didn't waste my but, time. I love those games no matter what. I stayed to the very end. Uh, Bubba and I didn't. I know you didn't. No, we, 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 when, when it got into the 40s, we were like, I mean, see you later, well, dude. See, like what irritated me is like this is like I felt like I was just uh, thrown into the past in like 2010 and seeing them. You're just 54 to 7 Ohio State, but that yeah. was 2010 when we had fucking Tim Chili Hot Brewster. This is a guy in his seventh year, yeah. PJ Fleck, where we're supposed to be good right now. Like we're it's, supposed to be competing again. And we've literally, you're losing. We lost 55 to 0, I think, in Jerry Kill's first year in 2011 uh, when we were at a shit team. This is now a seventh year team. You're losing 52 to 10. You can't figure it out. Come on, man, dude! I, I realize too when uh, when my team is getting blown out and the other opposing team fans are around me cheering, I get really annoyed at the littlest things. Michigan fans that just kept standing up yelling "Go blue!" and eventually I was like, "Why? Why are you just standing up and shouting go a color?" Like I, I just got so, so mad about that. Like, and another thing too is they were getting up and yelling it and cheering like not they were going down to the field and like screaming mm-hmm. on the other side of where the opposite side of where the team was actually going to the locker room because I was like we were kind of watching near the top of the. Uh, lower level and there were fans f- flying down to go near the field high-fiving and yeah. hugging i'm like i was sitting there thinking to myself i would have thought they just beat the number one team on a last second field goal yeah. you won 52 to fucking 10 <laughs> why are you still in the stadium hugging and, and high-fiving and everything i'd already be at the bar like yeah hey, you know we're fucking good we just killed them we, we did what we we're supposed to do <laughs> yeah they're sitting there they're acting like they literally beat the number one team in the country right and that's great passion i get that but like 
what? Why are you still here, dude? I was such a salty fan on Saturday. Where I, I had four Michigan fans in front of us, and I was just judging them so hardcore on the littlest things. Like, uh, you know how like they put like a bunch of children with cancer on the board, and everyone will clap. Yeah, oh, I know, no, I know. Are you they didn't. They didn't clap for a single yeah. one of the oh, fucking cancer assholes. However, the first second something Michigan does, they say "Go blue," and they're going. It's like you can't clap for cancer children, but you're gonna just yell "Go blue" every second you get, even when you're up forty-five to ten. Reminder: like, I don't hate. Blue. I don't hate people with cancer. Michigan fans do. Yes, yeah, right. That, that's just that's how salty I was. I was just judging all Michigan fans on the four people in front. I was like, oh, fuck but then again, Michigan J- hates Jake cancer. hates kids with cancer too. Remember, yeah, I do because Roger Goodell, Jake Bootham. Yep, <laughs> yep, I did. Was that the playoff game? game? Yeah, yeah, yeah we were at the playoff game. He was booing Roger, Roger Goodell. Yeah, booing Roger. Uh, yeah, Roger. So then I was booing. Like, then I, by association, booed the kid with cancer. So, so what happened was the playoff game happened, <laughs> so and uh, the Minnesota Vikings were honoring a child with cancer in the end zone during um, an intermission, and uh, it was a surprise by the NFL where they had Roger Goodell come up and surprise him with Super Bowl tickets. Uh, so they honor the kid with cancer, and they immediately turn the camera to Goodell, and Jake doesn't hear any of the cancer stuff because I think he's talking. Yeah, he's, he's really talking, into something, yeah. and all of, the, all of a sudden, you see is Roger Goodell. And he's the only person who stands up. <laughs> boo! And everyone is just staring at him like, "How dare you boo I, a kid with cancer?" Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't hear what was happening before that, and I think I just literally heard Roger Goodell over the PA and some. I'm like, "Fuck this guy!" <laughs> and then, and then that asshole Giants fan in front of me, oh, he's booing guy with cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. At and then you're like, that. "Fuck you!" Yeah, I think I accidentally did that. Yeah. Uh, fuck I, that guy. I am here to declare that I think it's time that the University of Minnesota cleans house. Ooh. Uh, Lindsay Whalen. Officially? Lindsay she's Whalen already stepped Johnson. down, but I will promise you that she was about to get fired if she didn't quit. Um, it's time for Ben Johnson to go. Unfortunately, it's time for PJ to go. Dang, you're going to hit the trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be on what the boat. baseball? I've heard their ass, too. Yeah, they're, uh, John Anderson's sure. been there for 40 years. He's established his credibility. Um, but I'm not on the boat of of saying fire PJ Fleck, having seen how bad this team can get and the depths it can get to. Now, there's frustrating stuff, but like I've seen this team be I've gone to games where they're two and nine and they're, yeah. they're losing every game by 40 but points. not seven years into the fucking so I know program. I know but it's they're three and three right now they still I'm still confident they can beat like a Michigan State or even or even compete with an Iowa they're not Cam you're acting like this is 2010 yeah what, what if, and let's we're just one say, and eight what if they only win one more game no this is year? I'm just saying we're, oh yeah I would de- I would definitely be questioning it but I wouldn't say fire him yet even if we um, only won one more game, you wouldn't fire them? They're not going to, though. You're crazy. They're not going to. They didn't. So yeah. Why? Because they've already signed him like a multi-year contract. He's it's, like signed through 2027. $7 million dollar buyout. Scott Frost was $15 million, yeah. $7 million I don't nothing. think they will. I might, I might be on the boat personally of like, yeah, maybe we do have to part ways seven years, but the university's not going to fire him. Okay. I think we're going to go six and six. I do. Yeah, I'm just I just flat. don't see. I, th- I just I've just seen the depths in the pits that this this team has been at, and Dude, they're just, not nearly as at the I, bottom as I see them. I think this I've is seen this the, team at the pits. This is the year where I think we beat but, Iowa because it's not going to make any sense. Why. I know, right? And that's what Minnesota teams do. But I, we're kind of a beaten puppy with this, right? Like we we got rid of Glenn Mason, who was. After 10 years of being at the program, he was doing kind of the same crap that we're seeing PJ do now where he can't close out games and is getting blown up by some teams he shouldn't. And then we fire Glenn Mason, a guy who had been here 10 years, got, it to, got us to our first 10-win season like PJ did um, you know, in 15 years. And then we get Tim Brewster and go 1-11 in 2007. He ends up being here three and a half years and really derailing the program even further than Glenn Mason did. So I'm just worried if we were to fire PJ Fleck, just get – don't repeat it – 
a Tim Brewster where you bring in a guy that says, I'm going to promise a national championship to a team that hasn't won a national title in six years. Since mm-hmm. Vietnam, yeah. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> let's literally, I feel like Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura, you know. But still, I know it's true. That's just that's where my hesitancy lies with the P.J. Fleck firing right. stuff. But I, I am very much on, like, very frustrated with him right now. The funny thing, too, I, I feel like if P.J. just wins against Northwestern, they're, they're not yeah. even having this talk. No, they'd be 4-2. Oh, no. They'd be like, they beat who they needed to beat. Yeah. It's, it's that, it, but that game was like the epitome of what P.J. Fleck has done in the last few years yeah. of playing not to lose in his style of football, and people are upset with that, which I get, and I am, too. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> Fire P.J. Fleck. Tell us huh? how you real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a good dude off the field, obviously. Oh, he oh yeah. Stuff, dude, yeah, he's but, an amazing you know. recruiter. I think his... Some of his game decisions are a little, yes. a little questionable. Yeah. Amazing decisions. recruiter, amazing at building culture. He's like the yeah. best dude ever. It's just some. T- I just saw five fucking passes, and I'm like, why not just throw the ball? I up? know that was annoying too. Like at this point, nothing to lose. Just throw, throw it some out. personality. Throw it deep. Throw it deep. Ethan know. can throw it deep. He, I know, yeah, dude. Yeah. But let him be many, him. How many pass? They ended up with like like 70, 80 passing yards, and like thirty five of them came from that touchdown throw yeah. at the end of the half. He couldn't complete a pass to save his I know. life. And I'm not sure if that's coaching or if that's. Uh, Ethan, I don't and, know. and what sucks is like our running game actually looked good at some spots. So, like the, they actually broke some big runs. I'm like, wow, was, this looks good. The O line was opening up some holes running. Yeah, wise. but then pass protection was not good. Yeah. it's like that doesn't make sense. How are you making a? How are you run blocking this well, but you can't protect the quarterback? Dude, so Jake, I forgot to tell you this. So Jake came up to Bubba and I up in the stands, and this was at near the end of the first half, and uh, Jake was just uh, complaining like about the offensive line hardcore and how that Ethan doesn't have a chance to throw, and he leaves, and maybe twenty seconds after. I just hear a guy from behind us saying, I don't know if that one guy I was talking about. It's all Ethan's fault. That I was, <laughs> it's turning into the Kirk stuff. I mean, yeah, he. I don't want to rip on Ethan, but there was definitely some uh, some points. Like he, that, that, that first, first pass? Yeah, what were you, I don't know what he's six? going to. But, there, but to say that guy is – I might be you know, in, totally in the wrong of going the extreme of the O-line, but for him to say it's all Ethan's fault when literally I, I, we, we witnessed a few yeah. plays where Michigan came through in a millisecond. Jake, you should have challenged him to a eventually viral TikTok fist fight in the middle of the, the game. I should have. So I yes. hope he, he should have said something to me when I uh, when you were there, came yeah. over. I Fuck mean, you, pussy. What would you say? You, you, you should have turned around. You couldn't say that to his face, pussy, and then they would be mad <laughs> at you, and then Bubba would have had to get into a fight. No, Bubba loved it. He he turned. He's like, ha ha. No, he he he'd be the guy who he'd be the guy filming. Yeah, yeah. Bubba. Well, no, yeah, exactly, because he yeah. knows you can just press the hernia and he's out. Yep. Um. All right, let's move on to the Vikings before we talk about the game specifically. I have an announcement, a confession, a apology that I owe to the Vikings fan base. Um. I want to get ahead of it before someone else brings it up. That's the beauty of being the host. I, Jack, Robert Leverance, boss man, 10,000 takes, am a fake fan. I fell asleep during the entire second half of the game. Uh-huh. Jake was with me Sunday. I didn't, I didn't feel super hungover. I was at my brother's wedding. Here comes the excuse right here. I was at my brother's wedding celebrating him, living life with my family. And uh, we woke up early the next day. I did have to listen to my cousin vomit all night because we shared a hotel room. So I didn't great, get the greatest sleep. And uh, I got back from the wedding. Um, I had to help clean up the venue, which was totally fine. I had to drive an hour back to Plymouth, sat down on the couch, watched the first half and thought, you know what? I'm going to go upstairs, maybe take a little nappy nap. Every time I do this, I fall asleep right before halftime. I wake up in the middle of the third quarter. All is good, right? Fucking have a cam nap. Literally nothing, (laughs) not even a nuclear bomb from Russia could have stopped me from waking up and waking up during this. I wake up during the postgame show and there is not a more disappointing, depressing feeling, even though I didn't witness a win, even though what I 
witnessed was another heartbreaking, typical Vikings loss. It still is just so disappointing to look forward to a game from one of your favorite teams all week and just fucking sleep during the entire thing. Yeah, like it only happens once a week, and yeah, yeah. you're sleeping during it. And I don't want to be the guy who filmed Cam last week sleeping and made fun of him, and then I try to brush it under the rug when I take a nap during the entire fucking half of the second half of the game. So I just wanted to say it before anyone else said it, that I'm a fake fan and I deserve anything that you guys want to throw at me. Well, you know, I'm just going to give you credit for admitting it because, you know, a smaller man wouldn't have. Yep. Listen, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, there wasn't a lot to have seen. Taylor Swift wasn't there, luckily. Which Thank me, God. But I honestly, when, when, everyone, when everyone realized that she was not there, I thought maybe this is the game the Vikings win because... The Chiefs will never be allowed to lose when she's there because it would just be so bad for marketing for the new audience, all that. So I thought when Taylor Swift said she was not going to come to Minneapolis and go to U.S. Bank Stadium and watch this game, maybe the Vikings will win because it's not rigged. If she's not there, she can't be publicly upset. Doesn't really change anything about her and her fans becoming a part of the NFL. And maybe the Vikings somehow slip out of that rigged system. That is the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, 100 percent. And uh Watching the game was like Groundhog Day all over again. Just uh, fumble on the very yeah. first play. Buttergate. Like Buttergate. Becomes more relevant every week. It, Josh Oliver on the first fucking play of the game. And the funny thing was, it was like a little tight end screen or whatever. He gets like 15, 16 yards. And I'm not even expecting a fumble. And when it happens, I, I'm i not even sure why I'm shocked anymore. I just I stare, I sit and look at the screen with my jaw dropped. I didn't say anything for about five minutes. I ended up texting Jake. And Jake told me that he ended up throwing his phone in his yeah, head. Yeah, I, di- I didn't reply to you right away because literally my phone was sitting on the carpet where I threw it for... The, half of that quarter. I remember I chucked my phone and I could have chucked it in anything. I wasn't thinking. I chucked my hat and my hat was literally on the kitchen floor just sitting there and I was just walking around. You got to be fucking kidding me. Are yeah. you kidding me? Very I didn't first even, play. I, w- are we in the twilight zone? Here's the, here's the solution. So KOC said, he said, I quote, if guys don't stop fumbling, we're going to replace them with guys who, who don't, who don't fumble. I think it's time we talk about switching out a TJ Hawkinson, a Josh Oliver for a Johnny Munt. Yeah. <laughs> and Tanner guy. Morgan. Hey, I'll Tan- say- Tanner got fucked today. He, he, got, he got released. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that, I'm denouncing okay. the Vikings yeah. organization for that Which, which people that, expected. But. Of all the moves that the Vikings have made this entire year, you can say what you want about Kwesi. Signing Tanner last week to the practice squad and then cutting him literally like less than a week later... I'm out on Quasi now. Hey, but what an asshole! Would it would it make you feel better if I told you he brought in Colt McCoy for a workout today? What? Oh no! <laughs> don't 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 but, even tell Vikings idiots on Twitter that. No, Start Colt McCoy. We don't even need Kirk. We can train with the Jets. It can all work. No, no, no we got our guy now. We we can finish up with Colt McCoy and Tank, and still have a decent quarterback. And we got to trade JJ. Stop. I uh, have breaking news though. Uh oh, what is it? As of Tuesday, the Indianapolis Colts have signed Kellen Mond to the practice squad. Oh God! Oh, Seattle is replacing Anthony Richardson. He's, that means he's fucking bad too, though. Yeah, he's brutal. Yeah, dude, he couldn't even make the Browns. Now we have just need fun. now we just need to sign Zimmer as the defensive coordinator for Indianapolis, which we actually have a pretty good defense right now. But and then it'd be, be funny to sign Zimmer just to get that little riff back. Zimmy. I think uh, Zimmer would make a great if he was just a defensive coordinator only. I, I think that'd be a great sign. Is to he, be honest, is he is he still with Jackson? Isn't he with Colorado? 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 Yeah. Yeah. Was. That was such a sham. Well, it was a sham. It, it, it's on Wikipedia and everything it's that he wrong. currently coaches there. He doesn't but. coach anywhere. He's in his ranch. He's in his oh. ranch, getting drunk, having fun. 
sleeping with girls who are half his age. It's just he's living the Mike Zimmer Good life. He's, him, he's wearing T-shirts. His tits are out. It's eye just, patches. He's got an he eye fought. patch. He does. He's a pirate. Um, no, but yeah. So the Vikings. There's not much uh, to say. I mean, it's, it's just, just how it is. And it's, now, now JJ's out for f- up to four weeks. I think at least four weeks. So we're fucked. So Sports Illustrated has an article talking about Mike Zimmer joining Colorado State. Yeah, Sports Illustrated fell for a Twitter rumor. Oh, okay, sounds good. From like, uh, there's just multiple articles. I always love that. Is, I always love that. Well, Cam, I thought you were just being sarcastic, as in he's actually coaching there, but you're like, nope, mentally he's like in his ranch. Fuck no, him. He's actually not coaching. <laughs> oh, that NFC just a title. That NFC North News Twitter page that gets oh, so many people the worst. for like trade rumors and stuff, and it's. It, they're good enough to where you believe it for a second, and then you realize it's trolling later, but it takes you a little too long. See, I was hoping that it was kind of true, but then again, obviously, who cares in the end? But like, I wish like Colorado played this year at uh, Huntington Bank Stadium because they came last year, but they weren't obviously as exciting. But they came this year with Deion Jackson or. Deion Jackson. De- the De- running back for the Deion Sanders. <laughs> yeah, he's um, ass too, by the way. What Deion Jackson. About? The jury's Fucking out Deion on Jackson. him. Um, Deion Sanders and Tim Brewster returning. And then hypothetically, if, if Mike Zimmer was on that team and coaching and they did play this year, that'd be crazy having Tim Brewster and Mike Zimmer both on the staff. The, on the trifecta. Right sideline. They both coached on that sideline because Zimmer did, you know, when they were playing at you TCF. Thought, you thought the whole Jerry Kill situation was weird. Imagine Tim Imagine Bruce, seeing that Brewster Zimmer. Um, no, I, I I texted Tanner and said congrats when he got signed to the to the Vikings practice squad. And now, uh, like, now you look like an asshole. Do I say should, sorry now? No, just, just text him and say give me that. <laughs> give me. I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna text him and say don't worry. The Vikings fan base already wants Quazy's head. This was this was the straw that broke, broke the, the camel's, camel's back. back. Yeah, I was I was gonna say that's better than. Writing congrats again. No, I was just he could say, "Hey, congrats from uh, getting you know leaving that horrible franchise." <laughs> True, <laughs> they're just, maybe it's a double you double ju- entendre. He jumped. Is. He jumped off the Titanic. Yeah, what happened? So you he, could say congrats. He got, he got a lifeboat. He's he gonna got swim again. So many or so much free Vikings gear though. That's oh, yeah. oh yeah, and like, he probably life. made thirty k that week. He was on the <laughs> practice squad. It was a good week for Tanner. He made more than what some people make a year probably in, in that, that one week. week. So, yeah. Life could good be worse. Life could be worse for our friend Tanner. Last thing. Last thing talk about the vikings justin jefferson put on ir out for at least four weeks and it could even be the year depending on how the vikings are playing because obviously he's not going to return to a team that's completely out of contention i'm gonna I'm, how depressed are we how are we feeling right now i'm gonna do what most of like the burners on twitter do i'm gonna change my profile picture to jordan addison and then i'm gonna just change my name in all caps to jordan addison season yeah and oh, then yes. i'm gonna have and a ton, put- I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have a ton of those like devil emojis in my bio that says hashtag skull hashtag mn twins hashtag mn wild <laughs> all the and teams then, <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna that's gonna be my new my new bit i think i'm just gonna do that and you also so. have to put the record of the team <laughs> yeah Next to it. In oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One and, you got to do one, that. One bit. and one and four. Except yeah. I, I should, I should always have it one off in our favor. Like I'll change it to two and three right yeah. now and see how many DMs I get. Should be two and telling three. me to blow my brains out because yeah. I'm a stupid Vikings fan. Yeah. I Jordan Addison is my guy though. I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, I think this is going to be big for his development. That sounds dumb, but now that JJ's not going to get all the targets, like you know what, he's the next man up, right? It's not KJ Osborne. Well, I mean, it's technically KJ has been receiver number two all year, which I think is stupid. You know, even you know as so, but uh, dude, KJ can't even. He'll catch a ball and he'll run into traffic. He won't even run to the open yeah. field last. I, 
Uh, JJ, nice um, guy. He is a great. He's super nice guy. And uh, wasn't he the one who uh, sa- saved a person from a burning yes. car? Yeah, great Very guy, good dude. Even, yeah. even better human than a football player. Yeah, hundred percent. But Jordan better. Addison, I think, has proven himself to be a more explosive player, and he should be a wide receiver one yep. going forward. Not as great of a human for breaking the law. So at least no. Nope. Hey, he KJ has fast. that over. We him. know that. Yep. Um, if there, I will say, if there is, if you look at the stretch of a schedule. And if you point at a few games where if we needed to play without JJ and could do the best, it would be this stretch beyond San Francisco. Because we could we can beat Chicago without Justin Jefferson you guys realistically, think, but I don't I have a feeling we're probably gonna lose. You think, Even if we had Justin Jefferson. You guys think the game against Michigan was bad? The 49ers against the Vikings might they might get oh, into God. The, might get into the triple digits. It is gonna be a TCU Georgia. <laughs> Let's not even talk. Hey, the nice thing is that's a that's gonna be a Monday night football game. And um if the Vikings suck as much as they currently do, uh at least it'll be at home. Cheap, it'll dude, be cheap, dude. I cannot right. I cannot wait though for us to lose to the 49ers by 30 points. They're gonna put up 60. Brock Purdy's gonna have five touchdowns. And then the conversation is going to be about how Kirk sucks in prime time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, he's going to get sacked 15 times. Literally be JJ list. JJ's going to drop the ball six times. Hawkinson f- will drop the ball nine. There'll be four fumbles by everyone but Kirk. I it's want to be like Kirk prime sucks. Time, prime time Kirk stat graphic by fucking. PFF, you can't win in prime time by PFF the next morning. Mike Florio. Yeah, can't win in prime yeah. time, guys. Even know that. Yeah, so, you, I'm so excited. Dude, I, I want us all to go there, and I want to lose by 30, and I want to see Jake leaving the stadium <laughs> wearing Kirk Cousins like head to toe with the helmet and everything gear as we lost by 30. When is points. that? When is that game? That's two weeks from now on Monday. We should go to that. I'll I'm be in Austin so for numb to the pain. Are you gonna embrace the pain? I'm numb to it. Yeah, so it's you're fine. numb to it. Yeah, I, I'd say embrace it. Cam, if the Vikings make the playoffs, will you shave your mullet? There's nothing that'll make that happen. What if someone had a gun to your dad's head? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just said nothing. You go so you lie. So you lie. So you lie. Well, Liar. I didn't know you were getting all Heathen. aggressive with me. Well, no. I mean, I just you said you'd do anything. No one could do anything. I'd do anything. What about, what about a gun to your head? Uh, yeah. I, oh, hate, no, I'm gonna, I hate myself now. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to... You're going to have to bury me with this mullet because I'm not shaving it. I'd rather die than shave this mullet. I'm going down with mullet mafia. Yeah. <laughs> mullet man. All right. Um, any other news in sports? The Minnesota Wild, they start this week. Thank God. This Thursday, we'll, we will all be there, allegedly. But, uh, yeah, if you see us, say hi. Um, really, the only big news of the Wild is someone new is their assistant captain. Mr. Cairo Kaprizov. Yeah. Cairo Kaprizov, Jake, Jake, you yes. Didn't, you, you didn't like it, though? You didn't like the pick? He hasn't done anything for the state, right? <laughs> By the way, there's so many people who think you're serious that it's so funny. Jake, I love it. Jake didn't like it because he stands with Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, I I, I almost honestly put that you in the video. The, you wanted to be on the right side of history. Um, <laughs> Why didn't you put it in the video? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I should have, honestly. I don't know if it was a little controversial. Next time I might do something with that. But uh, no, it's funny because on my Twitter, I think what I did on purpose, I put out the video and then immediately after that retweeted the post of them giving the A to Kaprasov. And I said, I love this. Yep. Completely agree with classic it. Classic journalist. And, and classic journalism. And like on Instagram, I think there's more comments coming in on it, and uh, it's 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 hilarious. Like there's people that literally give a serious take. I agree. Blah blah blah. Jonas Brodin should have got it, or Jesper. Someone says it blows my mind they didn't give it to Jesper Wallstead. That was a bit. That's a bit. <laughs> That's definitely. But there was maybe one. Maybe it's a bit. Someone said he's not a vocal leader at all. He's a great skill player, but like I said, not a vocal leader just you yet. Can- 
and that's totally fine. So people Eric take offense. Yeah. Better is, English. Guess is what? J- Jared Jared Spurgeon is not a vocal leader. He's not going to be in the locker room hyping guys up with his voice. He's going to lead by his play on the ice. Jared Spurgeon might exactly. be the quietest player on the team. Yes. Yeah. So talking about vocal leaders, you don't need one if you're that good on the ice. It's all about uh, well, exactly. Zuch and I were talking about it, and for everyone who disagrees with it, legitimately, not like you, Jake, when you're just trolling people. Like Kaprizov is a leader in the way he works, how good he is, how hard he tries, how much he cares. It's not always just about giving a good speech and then going out there and going minus four. Like that's yeah. like he, no, Kirill, he, Kirill no, no. cares. He shows up and he he loves hockey. That's He's why. a great sport. But some of these comments, someone says, "I'm assuming it's a joke since he is mispronouncing his name." Then someone replies to that, "He's pretending to be Kirk Cousins." Yes, he's joking, even though I'm not. And then someone <laughs> and then someone responds to that thread, "Not a joke." <laughs> just that's it the human race uh summed up in one thread right crack there. don't smoke itself someone comments that true we know that there's people smoking crack below the studio right now we're in st paul by they're, they're, they're not they're not quiet about it either no Ooh, they're not we can find crack if we want stop. to the window's open they're about to blast oh, a gold, God, they're, about, they're about to blast a gold rpg <laughs> i was gonna say what were they gonna blast up here a gold uh, rpg through a crack pipe it, it was very hard to get through that sentence it's been a long night it has been it a has long been a long night, night. um but yeah, the Wild are back. Kaprizov got the A. Um, you know, I got to say, though, I, I'm i more confident going into the beginning of this season because I don't think they could start worse than they started last year. Yeah, 0-3 last Knock year. Knock on wood, start, though. So. You never know. You really well, Look at the Vikings. I yeah. don't think anyone saw this coming. Not that, but the... Not that the Wild just started 0-4. They literally lost those games like 7-1. to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was bad. The one against Hopefully. Colorado was the worst by far. It was so bad to the point where Russo was messaging me, asking me if I could ask Bill what the hell he's going to do with the goalie situation, because he wouldn't answer him. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to safely assume no one is safe to ask him that question. So I think I'm just going to avoid that conversation. Smart. But fuck, it always ends up working out though. So even yep. if they do start terrible, they'll course correct. And then they'll lose a ton more games after Christmas break. And then they'll course correct again. And they'll just repeat this until we lose in the first round of the playoffs. So yeah. and then, playoffs. Uh, playoffs. One last thing I want to say kind of uh, around the Minnesota Wild is this, we're going to be live on KFAN Saturday before the Wild pregame and the Wild game talking probably about the Minnesota Wild. So make sure to tune in. Yep. Oh, I thought we were talking about the uh, Iowa Hawkeyes. No, I was thinking Timberwolves. Oh, the Timberwolves. Yeah, yes. the puppies. I was actually thinking about the Minnesota Swarm. Yeah, there we go. The They're Swarm. Rising. The Rocker. <laughs> yes, we need to bring back. Swarm was so much we fun. We need game. another We need another lacrosse team here. I, I just don't think we do. No, <laughs> oh, I, oh. Have you not? Did you not go with those games? Those were so much no, fun. Jake, you went to a Swarm game, right? I, ne- I, never, I went. never went to a Swarm game. Really? They but were I'd blast. seen highlights, and they looked fantastic. They literally kept the, they kept the hockey rink as is. They put turf on the ice, and they literally checked. Do the boards and have fights and shit it like looked, that. It looked electric. I'm too busy having a seizure looking at the computer right now because the Vegas Golden Knights intro thing is going on. Yeah, they had. It's. Uh, <laughs> I, know. They I mean, yeah, Stanley it's, it's very Vegas esque. Yeah, but all right. Um, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll get into our interview with Emma Carpenter. We are in the heat of sports season. MLB now NHL is starting up. NFL. Well. I want to tell you about a way that you can get into the action today. So the easiest way to get into some action on some sports is the underdog fantasy and their pick'em game. So just pick higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money any single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. 
Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick em entry, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. This is some real money. It's not like e-credits or anything like that. You can bring this shit to the bank legitimately. So if you use the code 10K10K and you can get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. So once again, that's code 10K10K on the Underdog app or go to www.underdogfantasy.com or click the link below to get your first deposit doubled on Underdog today. All right, folks, welcome back to It's a Bit. We got a special guest with us, the first guest in the St. Paul studio. By the way, that's a I think that's big that's bigger than I think a lot of people are going to are going to realize that this that, is I mean, that's bigger than your uh, any of uh, awards or anything you want in your golf career. <laughs> yeah, throw this in your resume. Yeah, throw it in the trophy case. I don't this know. We don't have a trophy for you, but this is going at the top of my resume. Yeah, bolded, underlined, definitely, yeah. definitely. It's an honor, actually, though. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. it. I'm very flattered. Yeah. Very flattered. Excited to be here. <laughs> Thanks well, for awesome. Me. Yeah, we got Emma Carpenter, the best golfer to ever be on the show. Uh, golfer for the um, University of Minnesota women's team, and she does. She's gotten into announcing with the Big Ten. She's a singer. Your accolades do go actually quite far. Like you have your own clothing line. We're going to get into a lot of it, but I'd say it's very impressive how much stuff you got going on as someone who's still in college. Thank you so much. That is that's really really nice of you. Um, definitely have stayed busy for sure, especially over the last couple of years. It was when I really started doing stuff outside of golf and, and school. So I uh, stayed really busy and just kind of said no to nothing, said yes to everything. And I'm kind of glad I did. I'm tired a lot, but <laughs> wouldn't yeah. change anything for sure. Well, you're known uh, as a golfer, I think probably first and foremost, but obviously getting more well-known in other stuff you're doing. But like, why golf? Why have you dedicated yourself to one of the most frustrating sports of all time? That is such a fair question. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. You know, it's been a while too since somebody asked me why golf, because mm-hmm. now golf is just such a big part of my life and my identity and everything that I do with work. Um, but gosh, golf, I started when I was like 12 years old. Um, before I was really into volleyball, uh, really into soccer. I've been playing soccer forever. Played soccer like my whole life. And then was super into singing and musical theater. I was like a really, really big theater nerd. Still am, but not in any shows anymore. But um, so I started playing golf. And then the um, story kind of goes, I enjoyed it pretty quickly and uh, just had a little bit of talent. People told me I had a little bit of talent and uh, decided to quit my other sports and just kind of see how good I could get while still pursuing like my music and the stuff I was doing at the same time. Um, so then, yeah, I just decided to just dive right in, give it my all and started showing up to colleges, knocking on the door. They're like, who are you? Like never heard of you in my life. And I'm like, oh, but can I like show, can you show me around a little bit? And <laughs> just so, yeah, then um, college recruiting happened pretty quickly. Um, women's golf recruits very early i committed to play for the u summer after my sophomore year of high school wow um so I, how old were you then so i was would have been 15 so you were displaying golf for three years before you got offered a scholarship i might have been i might have just turned no yeah i was 15 yes so Damn. yeah so that's crazy but i mean i and i'm very lucky that i had as good parents as i do i got unbelievable parents who like really helped me so much part of the reason why i say like whenever i give advice to kids who are just getting into golf or i'm talking to their parents if anybody wants any advice i always say just compete as much as you can that's kind of what i did right when i decided i wanted to to play golf my parents threw me in like a million junior golf tournaments which was like and they drove me to them they you know paid for my entry fee like they are the best but because of that just 
I've shot, you know, 130, and then I shot 110, and then I shot 100, and then I shot 90, and then I shot 85, and, you know, just kind of the more I competed, the better I got quickly, so. Yeah. No, that's that's funny that you say, like, you played all those other sports, but then you went with golf. That happened to me in high school, except it, was by, it wasn't by choice. It was by default, because I got cut from all the other sports, so... <laughs> And then I'm, but then I'm like the first guy to be like, yeah, you know, it's a lifelong sport. You can build relationships. Yeah. I've decided yeah, to retire yeah. from basketball because, yeah. uh, you know, golf just makes more sense for my future. So <laughs> there's a whole press conference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> golf yeah. is a really, really good sport. And, you know, another answer to your question of why golf would just be, um, how much I fell in love with it right away. It's really, really, really challenging. It is. I mean, all sports are really challenging, but uh, this sport beats you up for sure. And, you know, it's a really humbling sport, really rewarding sport. Um, that's something that's really cool about some of these other team sports and golf. Like, you know, you, at the end of the round, you got no one to blame from your, for, but yourself and you got no one to really give credit to but yourself. So um, I just loved the sport, loved everything about it and kind of the challenge of it, but also the rewardingness. I don't think that's a word, but the, the way the, how rewarding it was as well. So. Yeah, hundred percent. Obviously, golf is probably the most frustrating game out there. Do you ever get really frustrated on the course? Have you thrown some clubs in your day, or what? So, I don't know if you guys know this. I actually did break a club. Yes. Yeah, yes, but it was not. It was no. It wasn't on purpose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it had been on yeah. purpose because I still had to pay like the penalty of playing the rest of the round with a club. It, yeah. No, yeah. my cart tipped over. Oh. Shaft broke. Oh, damn. Driver shaft. Oh, that was like. Did you see? I think it was on the uh, the LPGA. LPGA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah. lifted the rope up and it snapped her driver yeah. on the way to the playoff. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was on the way and she lost yeah. the playoff, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> tough. It That's... was actually so funny too. Like everyone's like, "Wow, those uh like those uh greenskeepers and the grounds crew like they're doing a really good job. Someone applaud them. <laughs> the stakes yeah. are in there. They're in there far enough and they're strong enough to break someone's shaft." We haven't seen a rope beat a golfer like that since Bryson DeChambeau a couple yeah. of years ago when it, it, it assaulted him in yeah. the first degree. Poor I, guy. I was going to say, maybe it ha- does have the power to break a club if it, it can take down a grown man like that. Yeah. I don't know. Bryson's a, Bryson is a great guy. Great guy. Yeah. Uh, that, that was an unfortunate thing that happened for sure. I've, I've definitely felt bad for him that, you know, it's hard being when you're a pro athlete and you're in the spotlight like that and whatever. I'm pretty sure he was frustrated that like it happened in general. And that's why he reacted that way. Just kind of trying to stick up for the guy. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and, and he just didn't make golfers look good, though. I mean, he just made him look no. so not tough. Yeah. 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 Especially Bryson. He's this big, tough-looking guy. Yeah. Who yeah. can drive the ball like, a mile. Yeah. yeah. And then gets hit by a rope, and then he's, you, uh, he's down you know, for the guy. Yeah, no. It's like, but no, it wasn't Yikes. a good look. But, like, I mean, we obviously don't know him, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah. definitely... You know, took a lot on the internet. As a as a Bryson stand, do you think he should have made the Ryder Cup team? Um, I do. Uh, I think that he's been playing really, really well lately. You know, he got off to a pretty cold start um, yeah. this season, but then you know, shot a fifty eight, won the Live Tour event not too long ago. Like he's playing awesome, and it, it was kind of weird. But then, and then you know, European team they decided to go no lift players, but then they ended up prevailing. Yeah. So. It's, I don't know, the whole live stuff is so honest, it's so controversial, and like, I get asked my opinion about it a lot, but um, I feel like, it's just, it's just really hard, there's just like so many moving parts and so many factors to it, it's mm-hmm. like, how can you really understand, it? especially, it's different for guys who are just turning professional, guys who have been professional forever, had so much success already, like, it's just, 
There's, it's not black and white, in my opinion. Yeah. It's what, just too hard to give an opinion. What are your thoughts just on the sale overall? Do you have any? The uh, the merger? The merger, sorry. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um. I mean, apparently, it's like not even set in stone Like, what's going to happen. Yeah. It's so up in the air. Everything is moving around. When the merger was announced, um, I remember I was on the phone with my boss uh, with my podcast, and he was like, yeah, we got to get tweets out. We got to get stuff out. Like, immediately um because literally nobody knew this was happening yeah it was so the, out the of players field. found out on twitter yep. yeah. that morning no, which yeah, bryson, was insane so i had i had bryson on my podcast and that's part of the reason why i always vouch for the guy mm-hmm. he, he's i think he's a really really good guy but um i actually messaged him and was like did you know about this and he's like nope yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, crazy. that's wild crazy so crazy. Yeah, I do like that though. I think that they're going to work the DP World Tour into it. I mm-hmm. feel like that tour doesn't get enough love, and you saw how some of those guys played in the Ryder Cup from that tour, and mm-hmm. it's like, and sometimes like you watch the Scottish Open, you're like, I'm kind of missing out on this tour, even though it's on at like 4 a.m. every day. Right. I love right. how I love how the Golf Channel will be like, all right, we don't have any programming in the morning, so from 4 a.m. to noon, we're going to just show five hours of DP World Tour coverage. Right. But now those guys. If there's like one world tour, everyone's under the same roof. Like that's the way. Well, and what, one of the weirdest things about it is it completely defeated the purpose of what the whole live tour, what a lot of people said yeah. was great about the live tour. It gives more opportunities and mm-hmm. this yeah. and that. And now all of a sudden it's going to be completely merged. So it does the exact opposite of that. Like, right. So, yeah. The Saudis just, yeah. they just mm-hmm. wanted their seat. At, yep. the, at the table, they got it. This was their work. It was yeah. it was a hell of a stunt. That was probably a lot of work for well, people to. Create, it was it was years in the making. Yeah. To create years the live tour, but this was a plan by uh, what's his name? Uh, Sir, uh, like Al Al Sif- all the, the actual guy Saudi guy, P- Al Safir P- something. Mm-hmm. I don't. He's also a member it. at Augusta now. What a wild yeah. demand! He's like, that is I need to play at Augusta, and they're like, okay. He went from Greg Norman, literally like being Darth Vader to the PGA, to now they're just together, like. They're in peace. It's weird. Very yeah. weird. Money talks, though. Who would have thought, though, of, right. of all sports, that golf would be like the one to have worldwide implications? Forever, I feel like golf was like the quietest sport in the news. And, you know, compared to like the NFL, the NBA, there was always more going on. But then it was suddenly like, oh, now golf is part of political yeah. sports washing. Right. Yeah. Well, and it, it all kind of like ties back to the idea of like in different sports and different leagues, like how much does the player need the league and how much does the league need the player? Yeah. Like, it's just like, so different with every sports with every sport it can get so political totally especially like with golf and all the money involved and like the way that one of the things that i was putting out there when live was kind of first happening and i did a couple podcasts with some guys who were um like decided to forgo a another year for at college and go join the live tour and making millions and it's like if you're making a salary when all these other guys on the PGA Tour are grinding, like you miss a cut, you're making nothing. Yeah. Like, that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Tennis is like that. But all these other sports, like guys have contracts. Like, it doesn't matter how bad you play. Look like, at Rogers. Fine. He's Oh, my flashlight's on. How old am I? Yeah. Like, oh so Ro- Rogers is like just chilling out. I mean, I know he did not choose to get injured, but he's right. making how much money a year and he's, no. just, he's just chilling. Sitting right. at home. He's, well, well, now he was on the what the sideline a couple weeks ago on crutches, just walking around. Already throwing there. footballs. Yeah. You know, he's coming yeah. back week yeah. nine. He's oh like, I'm God, coming yeah. back, boys. We're doing it, Aaron yeah, Rodgers. But yeah. but yeah, no, I think that the whole live stuff is, well, look, you got to think of like Rory McIlroy, like the guy that was standing up for like, no, I'm staying here. And then 
And I mean, they made that guy. They made that guy talk about nine eleven. Like I know, and then they just merge without even telling him. It's yeah. just wild. I think maybe he was one of the only people who had to know ahead of time. But mm-hmm. whether he says it publicly or not, I don't know. But I guess from what I've heard with like my boss and people I work with, apparently there was like a list of like five or less people who yeah. knew about it, like individual people That's who knew so about weird. it, like crazy. It's, it's such a big so deal. Weird. The fact that you'd be able to keep it that quiet is mind blowing. Yeah. I don't well, know. And that's, yeah. that's time in the making. That's like a lot of time that yeah. you put into making a decision like that. It just, I felt like most of all, a lot of people felt too, like it betrayed the, the PJ tour players who were like who so were loyal, loyal to the exactly. PJ tour and, you know, de- declined the accepting all that money. <laughs> Who turned down the most? I know Tiger almost Tiger, turned down yeah. a billion Tiger. dollars, yeah. but I think like Chef or Zalatoris, tur- yeah, Roy turned down three hundred. I think, or maybe it had to be more. That's maybe generational money, man. That's crazy. I yeah. think Zalatoris tor- uh, turned down like a hundred fifty million, and he mm-hmm. wasn't even playing mm-hmm. this year. Like. Yeah, I, really I feel, I feel like they almost have to pay those guys that, right? As, that was as, what a lot of people were saying. As like, like a these sorry, guys paid now, <laughs> jeez. Yeah, I think it's fun. Well, there's a couple guys that were trying to turn it. Like, yeah, this isn't about the money. This is I'm going to try to do something new to, to, to blah, grow blah, the blah. game globally. Grow the game globally. <laughs> and then you have Dustin Johnson. I'm going to be honest with you. It's less time, more money. Yeah, blah 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 blah. blah. I he respect got, like, that. Mad way props more. for yeah. it. Like you know, mad like, well, props. He's being yeah, honest. Be honest. I mean, just be like not these guys are like I'm trying to yeah grow the game and. Just looking for a new opportunity, <laughs> like some damn politician. Like yeah. you're right. getting offered five hundred like million right. dollars. Go we'll play golf. <laughs> it's not about the. It's not about the five hundred mil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Well, I loved. I loved how much they tried to make live though, like Formula One or European sports. Yeah, yeah. they mm-hmm. did. They did the podium. I remember they did the podiums at the at the end of each tournament. I think they still do it, and it was like Patrick Reed. Like spraying someone else with a bottle and then drinking out of it, and there was an old woman on Twitter who responded under it and was like, "Oh my God, is he drunk now?" Question mark. And I'm like, "It's just a celebration." Yeah. Like, pe- there, there's just a whole generation of people who don't understand, yeah, some of this like golf, but louder, and it was just hilarious to see go yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Well, and gosh, golf kind of like similar sports have evolved a lot in like what they look like and the fan base and the way you celebrate, the way you cheer at events, things like that. Golf has been pretty traditional the only thing that's really changed about golf is like equipment and attire like the guys mm-hmm. who you know what they used to wear on the course versus what they wear now so i mean besides like the waste management everything in the pga tour is pretty traditional pretty yeah. the way it's always been so um i know like in a lot of the work that i've done with the 3m open talked about like what can we do to bring in younger people bring in college kids to mm-hmm. this event like it's not going to be the waste management nothing is ever going to be quite like the waste management but it's like how is golf changing? And then with the whole live tour and everything that they were doing, it was just like a whole new concept. new yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say the three I'm open definitely tried or they're trying to make it a little bit more appealing to the young folks because mm-hmm. they have that, what uh, part of three hole 12 where two for one beers, two for one they've beers. Been, yeah. So they've been mm-hmm. doing yep. that since mm-hmm. it was a senior yep. PGA tour event. I remember like, Going to that in college and allegedly using a fake ID and just getting two for one beers on 17. But the problem oh is God. they moved 17 was like too easy, right? Yeah. So it was like you're just drinking for free all day. And then they moved it to 13 and it's like, okay. Little, little <laughs> now you see like one, they put the pin in the back, right? And maybe yep. like one person birdies it all day. Yeah. But there are people, I mean, we were camping. Maybe on do that it on every, year. maybe do that on every hole. Yeah, That's why, why not? Get some younger yeah. people. A little, little more revenue. That might just create might need some to double sort of up mob. on security. Yeah. And they're going to literally need to shut that tournament down. 
after it for a couple hours. <laughs> People keep getting birdies on holes. Well, because we saw like last year where I think there, it happened two times in a row, and I thought people were going to get trampled. And that that whole concession stand was going to burn down because yeah, you yeah. saw people, people running sprint there. Yeah. They're Crazy. sprinting. So I'm like, I'm surprised this haven't like resulted in like you know people getting trampled and injuries, like it's some yeah. sort of mosh pit or something like that. But right. it, it's appealing though. It, it, it's they're trying to do something. It's it's well, fun. I mean, we we were at the Silly Party Deck. Yes, and like I got a couple tickets for friends, and they were there all day. And yeah. they were like this is awesome. Yeah, the like, party time was so awesome. Long. We did that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like yeah, we were there too. <laughs> so was, much. That was, that was, Took a, that was walk, a good time. Watch yeah. some guys. Watch Joel Damon. Oh yeah, huge yeah. yeah. crush on Joel Damon yep. now. Oh really? <laughs> Joel Damon's a good dude. I yeah. like him. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he's Netflix awesome. Hero. We uh, after full swing, everyone was loving. Absolutely him. Yeah. had to. Yeah. yeah, we were uh, we were wearing the caddy suits on. Uh, Saturday. It was so fucking hot. It yeah. was Saturday. it was terrible, but we would just go up to players and like offer them advice, and we'd get them to start laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I, that's I, a good bit. I yeah. know, right? Like like I, yeah. I was like, uh, I think we like Aaron Rye walked yeah. by, and I'm like, hey Aaron, if you need a backup tomorrow, let me know. And he like lost was it. like super serious and just had to do this and start dying, like going up well, the hill to seventeen. So they hear someone talking, they look over and they just see a guy in a caddy suit, <laughs> a drunk guy in a caddy suit, drunk guy in a caddy suit, <laughs> a handlebar mustache. Oh yeah, in my case, a handlebar mustache, like. What the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> but it adds to the game. We're trying to add to it. We're trying I guess. to grow the game. We're trying to grow We're it. Trying to grow the game by wearing caddy suits, masters caddy suits, mm-hmm. and doing fun stuff. Yeah, we uh, we came up with a little game we'd like you to play. It's called "Who Would You Rather Be a Scramble Partner With?" And I think we're just gonna go around the room. We're gonna give you two names and have you choose the person you'd rather have a scramble partner with. Okay. All right. You got Sounds it? good. Right, yeah. yep. Sounds good. So uh, the There's first option: uh, on here. Kirk Cousins or Adam Thielen. Dude, that is such a good one. Mm-hmm. I actually have met Adam Thielen and interviewed mm-hmm. Adam Thielen. But um, so my boyfriend works for the Vikings in equipment and he talks all the time about how Kirk is like the like, coolest guy. guy yeah, ever. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I'm going to ask him afterwards if this is OK to say on the podcast. But apparently Kirk said that his guilty pleasure is like he loves watching like girl movie like girly movies uh-huh. and like he's it's like yeah it was super embarrassing uh like the flight attendant walked up when we were flying um to seattle and i was watching a cinderella story <laughs> oh, <laughs> i feel like that's, that's so, so kirk, kirk cousins. Cousins. Yeah, i don't like, think that's nothing that's then, out of ordinary for him <laughs> my boyfriend he goes he goes that's our qb one of the best qbs in the league the the night before a game watching <laughs> yep, a cinderella, cinderella story on the right? plane Maybe like, that's his. Pre- pre- and then I was like, "How cool is he?" Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and also, I would think. I, well, I don't know if you've picked anyone yet, but Kirk Cousins does have a musical theater background. You do as well. Yeah. So. <sighs> pretty, wow. Yeah. Thielen's an absolute stick, but though. yeah, yeah, Thielen's like, great. He's a good play, and he's like so such a great guy, dude. That's plus a, one or plus that's two. That's a freaking yeah. coin toss. Um, since I've already met Adam, I already know he's awesome. I would like to enjoy to spend some time with Kirk Cousins and see what his game is like also. So yeah. I'd say Kirk. Okay. I'm awesome. taking Kirk. That's Love a good that. analysis. Kirk. Yeah. Um, you, you actually, uh, just like you, he's been on the show. So Yeah? Yeah. yeah. He's been, yep. He's uh, his wife. Act, yeah. I was I was gonna say he probably wouldn't care if you if you admitted if I that. Outed him for watching a Cinderella because his wife plane. sent me like a hundred embarrassing things to bring up to him. So <laughs> if anything, if anything, Julie probably loves it more than anyone. If you brought that up, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I, my friend's birthday was a uh, this sometime this summer, and she facetimes uh, facetimes 
Trevor, my boyfriend. She FaceTimes Trevor, and um, we're just like sitting at a bar, and it's her birthday, and he's like happens to be my Kirk Cousins, and he's like, "What's up? Like, happy birthday!" And the rest of the day, she's like, "I mean, Kirk Cousins wish me happy birthday personally." Yeah, that's so so. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. He's just Kirk. he just fits right in. Like when he was at the Twins game yeah. last week, he was like, "Yeah, I bought lower level tickets." Like did this, did that, yeah, and then he literally probably left early, so he didn't have to deal with traffic. I know, just normal dude, dude. normal dude, such a normal dude. I was at the game on Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah, it was super fun. Yeah, wait, oh yeah, the Vikings game. I was gonna say like the Twins game. They're playing in Houston, but the Vikings game. Unfortunately, (laughs) yeah, yeah. that was was uh, tough. Shit show. Whatever. That's another conversation. That is another conversation. But sorry, I'm going off on tangents. You're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, Justin Timberlake or Taylor Swift. Timberlake's a stick too. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift we don't know, Swift. but she's Taylor. Swift. I got Justin Timberlake's autograph at the Ryder Cup practice round years nice. ago at Medina forever nice. ago. But um, considering the t- timeliness, I'm gonna go with Taylor Swift. What's going That's on? That's right a good now. one though. But yeah. and all you have to do is take like one picture with her and just prove that you're friends, and then your brand shoots up. <laughs> oh like, yeah. yeah, she is really cool. Have you seen her documentary, Miss Americana? I have uh, not. Uh-uh. No. Nope. It's real. She's really cool. It's worth like, watching. I would love to be her friend. I'd yeah. really like to be her friend. I was gonna say. I mean, she's. I would say she's pretty cool. She's you know getting a lot of the attention now with uh, the NFL. No so, kidding. Can yeah. you believe? <laughs> can you believe she put Travis Kelsey on the yeah, app? I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? Never heard rigged, of him. Though. Never heard of him before. Yeah, it's I all loved, part of the uh, script. I loved someone was like, yeah. I've, uh, there's rumors going around that Taylor's going to break up with Travis. She said, quote unquote, his run def- his run offensive blocking is not great, yeah. and he needs to improve his routes. Like, <laughs> I'm going to find a man who can run better routes. Yeah. Like, so now, <laughs> now she's going to bounce around the NFL and find. You know, keep dating different. She's gonna NFL date players uh, till who at the Vikings? Johnny Munt. Yeah, Johnny Munt. <laughs> one reception, one yard, one touchdown. The ultimate stat line, one hundred percent. Yeah, one for one, 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 one. Johnny Munt. Johnny Munt. Did you pick? Are you, uh, did you pick one? Then? Taylor. 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 Okay, yeah. perfect. All right. So the next one: Tom Brady or Steph Curry? Dude, these are so good. Um, hmm. it's tough. See again, like I feel like. I want to pick Tom just to like say I played with Tom, but then also like I feel like I would really enjoy myself playing with Steph. I feel like they're both great golfers. I know, too. yeah, they yeah. both like are. sunk hole in ones like in the yeah. last Steph, couple Steph years. Steph is like dang Legit. good. Yeah. He's yeah. dang good. I think He's Tom's good. good, but Steph's like really good. Yeah, because Tom played in the match a is couple it, years and, like, ago. Do I have like a lot of money on the line? That's a question I didn't even ask. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Like, is this? Jake, you made this up. Is this a, is this a competitive scramble or like a let's just scramble? Yeah, is it thing? like a let's hang out or um, like I need you to pull through? Yeah, let's just. Uh, I think we've been doing the other ones on let's hang out. Haven't I, I, we? I, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's like more of the hangout vibe, you know, more of the celebrity esque scramble, you know, just focus more on the entertainment. It's of like it. a Happy Gilmore Bob Barker. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Price okay. is wrong. Hopefully, bitch. you don't get knocked yes. out at the end of it. But I was gonna say there was a that stakes were so high in that one. Yeah, yeah. Don't get in a fight now with any of these. <laughs> Yeah, I would have been I would have been Bob too. Like, yeah. get it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, get it together, man. Yeah. You're, this guy sucks. Who <laughs> <laughs> did Bob Barker? <laughs> this is great. I loved how it, the, I, the next day was so beautiful. When Bob Barker died, like people posted more about that than they did about the him. Is right. His the like his right. career on TV. 
TV for decades. It was more That's like, insane. oh, when you beat up Adam Sandler in that movie, like that was your, Gilmore. that was like your top tier moment. When people like that make random appearances in movies and they're like really good, it yeah. like, it just lives for so long. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting at Subway. Like, I hate that Bob Parker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's known for. And he's not known for prices right amongst yeah. our generation. It's, it's happy Gilmore. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. What he did in 1996. <laughs> you just have the date. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Steph Curry. All right. Okay. Steph Curry. Solid choice. Yeah. Stephen Curry. Plus, if if I feel like if that was his reaction to a hole in one, like if he made a putt, he's gonna be he's gonna just bring up the energy, right? Oh yeah, he'll be electric. Right. Yeah, just be teammate with. It would be so electric. Yeah. Yeah. Next up on the list, we got Dwayne the Rock Johnson or Vin Diesel. <laughs> They're the same person. Though. I was gonna say that's, <laughs> that's a toss up again. They're both family. Um, They're both family. I'm going to go with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You got to go with The Rock. Yeah. Guess the you don't Rock care about sure. family, though. <laughs> the Rock has got to be one of those guys who has a god-awful swing, but when he gets a hold yeah. of it, like it oh, goes far. Forever. He just seems yeah. like that guy that maybe the mid-range or short game is or putting, maybe it's not the best. But, but. Vin Diesel feels the same way. He yeah. Could, he so could be that, in the same category. Yeah. Exactly. So you got to pick who you think would be the better one to, I guess, hang out with. Yeah. I guess. One time, this is my one memory of Vin Diesel is uh, when I was like seven, we were at the, um, we were at a hotel in Texas, in Dallas, Texas. One of the nice, I can't remember which hotel it was. And apparently Vin Diesel was there and like beat some dude up at this. Like I w- it was like Christmas in Texas with like my whole family and some of my siblings who were like, 14 like snuck down to the party or something and vin diesel was just like going on a guy nice. <laughs> i was like no way never forgot it i would so, rather see that maybe he'd be bob barker yeah. in, in the <laughs> scramble i would rather get to witness vin diesel beating another man up than anything else for christmas really that would be like the best gift ever that'd be pretty cool I, I didn't get to see it i just heard about that's it that's hilarious that means he's like what he is in the movies. Exactly. Like, you are the guy. He's beating yeah. up Jason. He's yeah. that guy. Yeah, right? Well, you know, Vin Diesel has a clause in his like Fast and Furious contract that says that he can't lose a fight on film. He's not allowed to lose a fight well, in the movie. Sounds franchise. like he clearly can't lose one in real life anyway. <laughs> yes, so, like, might as well just give it to him. Exactly. No way. It's kind of Vin Diesel. That's no kind of, way. That's kind of crazy. I didn't know that. That is weird. Yeah. Hey, look it up. It's really weird. Those known. stories, you, those stories are so interesting. Yeah. I mean, you get everyone it's knows. It's like a girl that. saying yeah. she, it's like she won't go nude. Like, oh, I yeah. can't lose a yeah. fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's guy's version of it. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> that, that, that's like no one else is allowed it's, to kill. You can't ass. lose your dignity. <laughs> you can't lose your dignity. The, 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 the guy's like, I don't care if I go nude, but I'm not losing a fucking fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh <laughs> what uh you guys know, like no one I found out about this later, but you know the movie Iron Giant? Yeah. Uh, which is a fantastic movie. He's the voice of the Iron yes, Giant. Yes, I did know that. Yes. I didn't find that out till like, you know, like nine or ten. But I've been watching that since it came out in like nineteen ninety nine. That's but, news to me. Yeah, he was the voice of Iron Giant. Didn't have a lot of dialogue. But <laughs> he's like, what does he say? Home and all that stuff. But like, it was it was Vin Diesel. I'm like, no fucking way. Like, <laughs> he always sounds like he needs to clear his throat. I know. Yeah, I know. But he's a great you know what I mean? fucking no, guy. Yes. Yeah, he's always like. Yeah, family. <laughs> and then he was in the uh, the pacifier. Remember yes, that, that was a great. Movie that was a great movie. Up. Have you ever watched that? Yeah. I, no, I haven't. That was one of our road trip, like on yes. DVD movies yeah. that oh. we threw in on the DVD player. Pacifier. Like that. Like, he's like oh, a babysitter, like yeah. for a family. And then you, he has you to never even heard of it. Shit. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's being a babysitter. So he's a so he's a Navy SEAL, but yep. then like 
uh, some guy who I don't even I don't even know. It's like I can't give seen... you a quick synopsis. No, I mean, <laughs> have you ever seen it's a complicated movie. It's com- it's complicated. It's, it's, it's like a family movie. Say, it's yeah. really complicated. It is, but like, have you seen Kindergarten Cop with Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. I haven't seen that one. Oh, okay, it's like it's similar, like a similar concept. Yes. It's but a tough guy teacher. doing doing a soft job. Yeah, exactly. that former or something. Yeah, it's like guy. Was, he fell yes. in love with the family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Arnold Schwarzenegger fell in love with the kids and and teaching and stuff like that. Oh. I kind of said that so a little wrong. Yeah, that yeah, sounded. Okay. Pe- he fell, he fell, fell in love with the job. And, and the environment of uh, being Steve, a kindergarten Steve teacher. Wow. <laughs> Steve Hansen's going to walk oh, Chris in. Chris Hansen's going to walk in this room and be like, yeah. Jake, let's go out in the hallway. Yeah, let's take a seat over <laughs> let's here. Let's have a quick talk. What do you mean I by that? And he's going to like play the recording of the, of the podcast. <laughs> I have it on tape right here. You can't deny it. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. No, oh, we, shit. we digress. This one's actually tough. I think this one would be the toughest one to answer. John Daly or Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods. Yeah, for sure. I think. You have to. I think there is a part of me, though. Yeah, it has to be Tiger you, Woods. You would, yeah. you would choose John Daly over Tiger I, Woods? I wouldn't, but like... The story damn, would be awesome, I would hate though. to miss... I guess Cam would, stories would be great. Yeah, I know, Cam I would know. choose Don, John Daly over Tiger Woods? No, would you, Cam? Oh, damn. Well, no way. But look at him. Look at him. Not just his hair. Look at his sweatshirt. This is a derby sweatshirt. Honestly, you look like... Because I've seen his son. You look, you look like, like more, he'd be in the family. Yeah, you could. You could be like a distant cousin. His son, yeah. JD, too. Yeah. His cousin is... Sponsored by Hooters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. NIL deal. Yeah. Posted, posted with the ladies. Like, been in my family for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my dad has a corner booth in Russellville, Arkansas. That's where I was born in that corner booth of Hooters. <laughs> I, I was uh, I was conceived and born in that corner booth. <laughs> I always wonder if you were allowed to get absolutely fucked up on the golf course. Do you think John Daly would be like a four-time Masters winner at this point? Like, would he have passed? Ti- he might have passed Tiger Woods. I know he did drink on the golf course quite a bit, but if he was openly allowed to do it, I wonder if he would have won more. It's actually a really good question. It's time we start the conversation around it's a observation. Fair yeah, I mean, like, they, you know what? If if they're talking about trying to make the three M more cool, allow golfers to just get trashed on the golf course. <laughs> allow I know Kevin Kisner would be all over that. He might actually correct his game if he had just got absolutely blitzed before he played. Yeah, that's probably going to have to come from, come from uh, the PGA Tour before yeah. the. <laughs> It's gonna have to come from a lot higher than the three yeah. M it, it It's gonna come from the Saudis. The Saudis might be down they might for be, that. That's might be a stip. Golf, but louder. Yeah. Literally Imagine, louder. Wow, that that's a wild concept. Yeah, well, that, dude, yeah. the sport would get chirped even more than it already does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you mean to tell me they're actually letting the athletes drink out there? You get the the athletes that are the angry drunks and those oh, yeah. people that are chirping at them after a uh, like after every. After every like hit or whatever, like when they're yelling like light the candle, you'll you'll see those guys turning into Happy Gilmore, like to the Start guy, fighting to the fans. jackass guy, yeah. right? Oh, you you see that there? I didn't I didn't see it. I didn't see the ball, and he just starts hitting people. Oh, like, that's actually movie. a topic of conversation, and like because I I had a sport, I had a minor in sport management, and on some of my sport management classes, like we'd get to talking about like what makes a sport a sport, and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and like some kids were just be like. Oh yeah, you know, like I wouldn't really say golf qualifies as like a competitive sport, like because like when I do it, I literally drink with my friends and stuff over <laughs> it, and like the whole class just head snap, looked right at me, like, "Whoa, are you gonna say something? Like, are you, you say a, something? Are you offended by that? Yeah, yeah. you just step just up for like, your sport. I'd be like, like, sure, I'll say something. And the kids are like, yeah, like say yeah. something, and I'm like, we don't, we're not allowed to drink while we do it. Yeah, <laughs> you can different. say that about any sport, like beer right. league hockey, beer right. league softball. It's all things. That's Statistically, what I said. Yeah. I'm like, rec- if you play any sport recreationally, like you can do whatever you want. Exactly. Yeah. So, statistically, you, I'm like a better golfer by literally three or four strokes on average if I'm drinking if you, versus a not. A couple drinking. beers deep. Yeah. Relaxed, loose. Well, you, you just you don't think, right? It's right. muscle memory. It's yeah. 
you just relax. You just swing the club and you don't think too much. You'd be there is so... a pocket though. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Don't I'm overdo not, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like Between me and t- smash a club. <laughs> yeah, when you're playing for like four dollars. Yeah, yeah, nothing. I was playing for nothing when I broke the club. We were at Pioneer <laughs> Creek. Golf Did you course. actually you actually like snapped one over well, your knee? No, he threw it at a storm. Drain. I had a storm drain, and I literally, I mean, storm well, we, yeah, well, we we were taking shots whenever any of us got a birdie. Birdie juice. I mean, I mean, long story short, I wasn't getting any of the birdies. Like you and we were playing with our buddy Zooch. You guys were You're getting birdies on the back the nine. Rewards of it. There yeah, was like and three I was or just four holes in a row where one of us would have one. Yeah, and, and I was pounding shots with you guys, and I didn't want to, and I was also drinking beers, and by the hole eighteen, just not going well. And I am like seeing like I'm barely my club. It looks like I have three clubs in my hand when I'm going up to hit the ball. Like it's bad. And I I literally am right next to the green, chip it way over the green and it's gone. Like I just chucked my club onto the storm drain. (laughs) Did you know the storm drain was was there? No. Oh, so it was kind of unlucky. It was kind of unlucky, but like I chucked that. (laughs) It's like so specific. Oh yeah, I saw the storm drain. Like, there's my chance. No, no, I, 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 I just chucked it down. I didn't see it. I'm like, oh, and it's and we start, like, okay. That, that's unlucky. Yeah. That's unlucky. But I, still, his ball goes screaming across the green, and he immediately starts walking. We're like, Jake, you broke the club. You're like, good. I fucking hated that club. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm done. Well, there's I'm better ways golf. to get rid of the I'm club done. than breaking it. Like maybe second swing, they'll give you a little bit of money for it. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I ended up getting, I think, up. I up, ended up upgrading my uh, 60 degree, so I'm good. It ended up being a, an adva- uh, you know a pro. So are you uh, are you uh, a fan of the sixty degree? Lob wedge is, is oh my gosh, it's my go to. Really? Oh gosh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I seriously like if you were to tell me that I couldn't play around a golf with that club, I'd be like, <sighs> like I'd be worried about it. Yeah, I'd be worried about. I had a teammate who accidentally left one at our practice facility. We're sitting at dinner the night before an event, and one of the guys on the men's golf team sends me a snap of like picture of her club. It's got like her initials all over it. Oh, he sends it, goes, please tell me this is a demo. <laughs> <laughs> I like show it to her. She's like, and then I'm like. Dude, like, no, it's not a demo. He responds. Oh. He goes, that's tough around yeah. the foul. Like, the course was, like, a t- really tough. It's called the foul, Indiana. He's like, that's tough around the foul. She's like, no, no, it's fine. Like, my my sandwich is, like, w- works, like, really well. I can open it up. I'm like, no, t- totally. Like, you're so good. <laughs> Thinking, like, that sucks. Good luck. <laughs> well, would you be confident enough to tee off and play your whole round with just a 60 degree? Like, um, we're talking driving. Putting everything. No. Jake, I think most golfers are out on that. Oh. <laughs> but like, I mean, I guess the way I should have prefaced saying that was like, there are clubs that you could pull out of the bag before my round. And I'd be like, all right, I can get through the round like just fine. Probably shoot the same score. Yeah. Like, yeah. however, if you took away the driver, the putter, the lob wedge, maybe like a couple other wedges or like a mid iron or something. May, I don't know. But, like, say you took out my seven iron, I'd be like, okay, you know what? Like, the eight and the six, like, I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Took away the lob wedge, like, I'd be a little worried. Yeah. I just would be. Okay. Sometimes I, I play should... better if you yeah. take out my driver. Like, <laughs> you know those days where you're just spraying it? And you're, you're like, all right, I'm going to leave it in the trunk tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I might. The three wood goes maybe 20 yards shorter, but it's straight that twice as much as the driver. You know, is. on the PGA Tour, they actually proved, like, their their dispersion with their driver was no better was no worse than with right. their three wood. Really? Yeah. Did I say that backwards? Their, with their three wood was no better than with their driver. We understood what you were saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah but so that doesn't surprise me. My three wood is not necessarily straighter than my driver. But like if I'm laying up, I'm like, shoot, it's four iron. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. That's just me though. I need to hit the ball straighter. I really do. Yeah. So. I love golfing with people that are like, I I can't. I'm not using my driver today, and you just see him using an iron like the whole time. Oh, which, that's which so some fun. of those people, it's yeah. funny, but I mean, the people I golf with that actually like it works, shoot way better yeah. than me, but like 
it's still just a little weird. Like I'm like, you got to use a driver because it's fun. Well, I love using it. I agree. It. Yeah. I agree. It's Especially fun. like if they're like newer golfers, like only been playing for a few years, they're teamed up with Iron. I'm like, dude, who do you think you are? This is like, <laughs> seriously, like we're not playing. Like you're just playing for fun or whatever. Like why are you teeing up with Iron? Yeah, we played. <laughs> Grow uh, up. We, we we played a scramble last year with uh, Tanner Morgan and Mariano Sorimarin. Yeah, the, yeah. Oh my gosh, team. they're great guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah and really Mariano is one of those guys who tees up with like a three iron. And if he hits it right, like he'd fly my ball yep. with the driver, and I'd look at him and I'd be like, "That's so mean of you to just fly my ball with an iron. Like, can't you just hit a driver?" And I'm like, "Oh, you're just stronger than me." But when you right. when you're able to club down like four clubs lower and fly my ball, I'm like, just a little less of a man after that. It's it's a little. Uh, then around the greens, I was like, "What's up?" <laughs> I saw you didn't practice your chipping today. Well, I miss a lot of greens, so I did. <laughs> he, he ended up hitting Not the driving choice. range shed. I saw you shed. didn't any chipping warmies today. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah, you ended up hitting the driving thing. range shed, which was great. If anyone ever yeah. asks why you're good at chipping, just say, because I miss a lot of greens. That's what I always do. That's, <laughs> That's really You fair. probably don't miss a lot of greens, though. That's right. Uh, uh, mm. Your, I don't know. What's you your, can what, admit it. What's your GER percentage? You track those stats? The GER. Yeah, I do. Um, It really, really varies. Some, I mean, rounds of golf, I only hit like nine greens. Some rounds of golf, I hit 17, 18 greens. But that's, Jeez. I mean, that's if I'm playing like unbelievable. I would yeah. say like, if you hit 14 greens or more, like I would say that's pretty, pretty yeah. good. Like I would never be mad if I hit 14 greens. Um, Once you start getting around like 10, 11, like that's not good. That is not yeah. good at all. Um. But some sometimes like and it also depends on like what the green miss is like you can miss the green and like it was a terrible shot like you are screwed like short sided and you can like hit a great shot like just roll over like whatever and that's a miss green so it just depends like on the difficulty on the up and down and stuff like I've shot some really good rounds of golf but like I've shot 71 I hit 10 greens mm-hmm. like grounds good rounds of golf given the amount of greens I hit but then I've played some rounds of golf where I shot like two over, hit like 16 greens. Like right. you just played terrible. Or when you did hit the green, you were 40 feet away. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a thing too. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're like better off just missing the green for those greens that are massive. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well I'm 10 feet, sh- I'm like five feet short of the green. And yeah. if I was on it, I have to putt this. Like I'd rather just chip and yeah. You know, I actually do wonder like, it's been a while since I've caddied too. So like this converse, these, the way these conversations went, like with people who are recreational golfers, like where are you aiming? Like, are you aiming at the flag every single time or are you just trying to hit the center of the green? I don't know where I'm aiming. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jack, the you do that direction. Probably I'm more going, than us. Yeah. Okay. But sometimes yeah. I'm, like, okay. I'm, I'm trying to relatively, but sometimes I feel like for a rec golfer, like maybe Zane and I who are less experienced, I feel like we're trying to aim to the hole almost too much. And rather yeah. than like, we should just aim towards you should the aim green. away from it yeah and then you might hit the green <laughs> yeah exactly maybe i should now it's crazy enough to work however work. but it's like one of the things you, you learn when you first start playing competitive golf is like you always want your target to be as small as possible and yeah. small miss small exactly yeah. it's like oh that. you know if you're going like that's why like whenever you're teeing off you should never just be aiming down the fairway like you should be aiming at like a tree like a really small tree like through the aim point that you're like looking okay, at or yeah. like the edge of a house or something you should never be just like oh i'm trying to hit the yeah so i've never done that ever on my yeah. drive i'm just like my person yeah. that way. Right. no change. but you'd be surprised because like then it could feel like you'd be like man i missed that by quite a bit but like we're still on in the fairway yeah like, okay you'd be surprised yeah. Try it out. Try it out next okay, time. I you will, go. I will. We will yeah. try that next time. I'm going <laughs> to break 90. <laughs> He's going to break 92. 90 and not, nope. not any clubs on any storm. I'm going to get 67 on my next round and I'm going to become a professional. I'm going to register for the uh, US Open qualifier. qualifiers and pay five grand. <laughs> and then, and then, He's like, no, what is it? What's <laughs> it called? <laughs> it's a small tournament, you know? 
and then well, publish a graphic that says you've been eliminated from the of the U.S. Open. I think it'd be so That'd funny. That'd be a great bit. Final yeah, really. score. I'd be so willing to do it. I just think it costs money. I actually looked it into it. It does cost money. Well, I would be so the, bad. But the people who... You got to play 36 holes, too. Oh, yeah. It's worth it, Jake. Just do it. Jake, the people you'd be it. paired with, though, would also miss the U.S. Open because they'd be so fucking mad at you. Dude, I would go up there <laughs> down your routine. Pulling out shooters in the corner. All right, guys. Let's go. So one of them well, makes a birdie. Dude, you're like, I think you guys got the fireball? So bad. My genuine prediction of how that would go is it would be like so funny. And then once you tee off, you'd be like, actually, like you'd actually feel like nervous. And yeah. you'd be like, oh, this yeah. is like actually oh, really so scary. Bad. Like this is really hard. If I legitimately do that, I would go, I would spend like a thousand dollars on good looking <laughs> golf apparel. Like top notch, like Travis <laughs> Why stuff. Not? Show up. Why not? Say I'm sponsored by all this shit. <laughs> and then and the worst person suck. there. Yeah. And just absolutely suck. I mean, we've well, seen people like that on rec courses. They yeah, look like, yeah. uh, what is this guy doing? Thinks he's at the Masters or something right now? Like wearing yeah. the pants, and they're usually the worst golfers. Do you have any tips like, for people like Jake and I who are trying to break ninety? Yeah, we, how do you we, get good at yes, golf? Yes, how do you get good at golf? But what are some just basic tips that can when help I us let you break know, 90? I'll figure it out. Damn it! <laughs> oh, it's like the million. It's like what is the meaning of life? It's the <laughs> no, same question. No, it, I mean my tips for people who just start out. Um, would be to, I don't know, like your demeanor on the course, but it's always like, I always advise people to like, try not to get frustrated because it's really hard. And yes. like, you would be so surprised, yeah. like how much better you play when you like, With don't get frustrated. Mindset, yeah. yeah. Uh, another thing would be like, just play as much as you can. Like the more you play, I mean, once you get to a specific level, like you're going to need to practice to get better, but just the more you play, the better you'll be. So, uh, the more you can get out there, the more you can hit balls, the more you can putt. You just get you just get better. You just understand more about your own game and stuff. Mm. The the better the club will feel in your hands, literally. Okay. Like yeah. the better you, more comfortable you fit over it. Yeah, get so. pucks in deep, and then you know, well, <laughs> crash hard. Yeah, <laughs> well, the 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 part about not getting frustrated and just always have a positive mindset just reminds me. Well, I need that advice. Yeah, big we, time. we all do. We all do. But like that Everybody just reminds knows. me of like okay. golfing with my dad, who has a beer, blames it on the beer, gets pissed, and then all of a sudden he's at not okay, not care golf. Yeah, I'm not writing down the score. Not care. I'm I'm a little happier now, even though he's really not. But he's like not care. I'm like, but I guess that's kind of a good mindset to like. You're telling yourself not care. Okay, I'm not caring. Under commit, over deliver. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say you were talking about the strategy of going in, look like dressing like like your pro, and then playing like shit. On the flip side, I've always thought this is something you could do if you get up to the first tee of a match. Have your practice swings look absolutely terrible, and then your playing partners will Hustle be like, them a little bit. oh, she's going to be terrible, blah, 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 and then just step up and just rip one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they will not recover mentally from that. They'll be thrown off the rest of the round like, she was supposed to be terrible, now she's beating me by four. <laughs> that idea came to me after high school golf, and I'm like, dang, I never got to try that, but That's funny. if you're ever looking for an edge, yeah, just I don't know. walk I, up there. I, well, I played on the boys' team in high school, so like, yeah. literally, when I showed up, and I was like the only girl there, and there's like a hundred dudes, like every Everyone was like, who is, who is this girl like yeah. playing? And like, I mean, shoot, I was like 15. Like mm-hmm. I was literally a kid. Even the kid's parents are like, who is this girl? <laughs> but then so, you proceed to kick yeah, all Yeah, I was going to say. At, t- at times, that, I mean, shoot, it was not easy like playing as I played longer at that point than I do now in college. Like mm-hmm. we played long, which is short, you know, just guys tees and girls tees yeah but so it was definitely a challenge yeah. but I, th- I think a big part too you ask me you know how i started playing well like so quickly that's a big part of yeah. it too really like challenged myself i don't think i if i would have played girls high school golf this is you know nothing against girls high school golf but like the 
the challenge that it was to play against the, the competition with the guys from their tees was like definitely helped me step it up quicker okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, you got to hit it that far and like much further and all that stuff right away. Yeah, right? well, and even like people would say like, oh, uh, when I got to school, like a lot of people would say like play like a men's style game. Can't control the golf ball. <laughs> you can, can hit it. I, you know, shit it. Drink twelve beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. No, yeah. Break the club on a storm drain. <laughs> yeah. The whole checklist. Exactly. Exactly. Don't mute for like... four or five holes. <laughs> Cam's done that. I tell, have done that. Tell everyone you're having fun, but you're clearly this not. Having fun. No, are you getting to the cart? We're having fun. This is golf. This is We're fun. having yeah. fun. You paid money fun. to have fun. You just right. launched the ball in the water. I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Give me another ball. Give me Jake, another ball. Jake, you, Reload. You, Reload. Te- you technically have the last one on the list, and I've been laughing over here because I'm waiting for you to read it. I know. Same. Well, I ch- did you oh, want- is this the scramble question again? Yeah. Yes. yeah. There so, was one more, but it was Jake's responsibility to get he to it. He was the one who wrote he this never one did. Down, so. I wrote this one. This is very random. Jake Paul or Alex Jones? <laughs> <laughs> what? Is this? <laughs> <laughs> what? This might one might be the definitely more obvious than the other. They'll but. both probably talk about Russia. Yeah, so you can yeah. They're both. That's happen. They both seem um, definitely kind of crazy. Probably. I don't know. I don't even know. This um, wouldn't show up to that one. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe neither. No show. Maybe neither. <laughs> Just a no show. Jake Paul. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the safer. Choice. I would say that's the safe <laughs> choice with the rep of Alex Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Jones might not Alex, even end up golfing. He probably doesn't trust golf carts, so he'd like walk. Right. Yeah. Right. The There's globalists no, trust the, the golf carts. This communication. You see that water over there? Like, there's aliens in there. It's like there's okay. aliens. He turns the frogs gay in there. <laughs> yeah. He just shit like that. God. It was just an extreme one I had to put on the list. Okay. Uh, Jake Paul okay. is definitely Jake the Paul. obvious one, yeah. honestly. Yeah, the safer, picture... the safer choice. That one if I had to. The other one's if you got to. That one if you had to. I <laughs> can just picture you with a straight face just typing that one out. It was actually his first idea, but he moved it to the end. Yeah, yeah. I had to move it to the end. To like, oh, yeah, if this is the first idea, we can't have... Can't you can't up that. Yeah, we gotta warm yeah. up a little bit. Yeah, so we warmed you up for sure. So that by the way, just just letting you know now, us three joined a fantasy hockey league, and the mm-hmm. commissioner oh, decided to make the draft right now. So if we're on our phone, we're not ignoring you. We're just we're all general managers. Oh but, no! But no, but we're good. It's like we're not. But, all, but it's like a hands off. We're uh, we're professional. We don't can worry do about both. it. Yes. Multitask. Yeah, oh, we can geez, multitask. I'm sorry. We're fine. No, we're good. No, we're good. Blame the commissioner. That's serious no, no. stuff. I'm blaming no, the fucking we, commissioner. We blame the commissioner because he was like, "Oh, I can't do it Sunday night. I have to watch the Twins." I'm he like, might be a listener can, of the show too. That's so. fine, Gil. You can draft and watch the fucking Twins at the oh, same time. Yeah, come on, Gil. It's the Gil I know. Yeah. Fuck you, Gil. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. So yeah. if you see us on our phone, it's not like I don't care what you're saying. It's like I have to draft probably the wrong pick. When am so. I even picking? Oh, I'm like fifth. We're, we're fine. Wrong pick. pick a goalie we'll first, boys. Hey, we got another little game to play. We call, it's called Basic Golf Rapid Fire. We'll just ask you a basic question. You can just first thing that comes to your head, you can just answer it. Sick. Okay. All right. Draw or fade? Draw. There we go. I've always wanted to hit a draw. I can't. I hit. I hit a. I hit what I call a power fade. It's more of a controlled slice. But okay, that's all right. You know, draw, draws go further. Yeah, I know. I was to go further. That's probably why Mariano was flying me with a fucking yeah. two irons because I was hitting a fade and it was taking 30 yards off of it. <laughs> I still can't define a draw or fade after it happens. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a nice fade. They're like, that was a jack. You'd be like, that was a draw. Jake. You were like, that oh. faded left. I'm like, draws right that. to left. I'm like, fade is left to right. Okay. I won't remember that after <laughs> no, Because again. we've had the I, conversation I, nine times. Really? I know. Yeah, this is, this yeah and then Zane, you'll be like, that's a fade. I'm like, I think that's a draw. You're like, really? Well, I'm, you think I don't about like know. basketball, <laughs> like fadeaway is yeah. like. Isn't when that when it like it goes like out to the yeah 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 <laughs> I'm still thinking that's still not probably I think it's help you me. step back and just shoot it maybe yeah, that's a fade away 
but can they but you could, yeah, I think you could go left or right. But them. I thought that it was like a... Okay, never mind. We're getting too deep. It's just <laughs> None of us are basketball. Up, well, I got, cut from, I got cut from basketball in high school. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so clearly not basketball, guys. I wasn't very good at the fadeaway. Yeah. <laughs> I could hit like one three maybe every five games. So You play I, basketball? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I, 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 I was short in high school. You though. sounded so defeated when you said that. You're like, yeah. I, I regretted it. I regret just, it. I've sw- I've since switched to hockey. No, he's a hockey guy now. Yeah, just for like officially. remember, just for like remember's sake, remembrance sake, like yes. fade away in basketball means like it's going like away to the right. Yeah. So like fade is left to right. Yes. Then, remember it like that, like a fade away. Do you ever find, right. do you ever okay. find yourself playing with like newer golfers and just cringe at some of the things they say? Like, because you know golf has such a lingo. It does, but honestly, never because yeah. like. I, I mean, just as someone who's a golfer, same way people are like, oh my God, like I can't play golf with you. I'm going to be bad. I'm like, dude, it's hard. And right, you don't yeah. play. Like I try really, really, like, I practice all the time and like, it's still really hard. It's like, I would never judge somebody for being terrible. Right, I right. would never judge somebody for saying something dumb just because like, you know, yeah. it's, geez, it's, it's hard. It's, it's a whatever. hard sport. It's yeah. the hardest sport in the world. Totally. And if you're Absolutely. like, how would you know? If you're right. a beginner, if how would you know? Yeah, if you don't know, you don't it. know. Yeah. Like, right. right. Exactly. I'll happily, happily explain it to you if, if you want to know, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question. Um, Pro V1 or any other ball? Pro V1 X. Oh, X. Okay. Yeah. yeah, X. True. What's, what's the difference? Uh, so the Pro V1 is like softer, um, technically a softer ball. So like it's better around the greens. Okay. So you can get a little bit more spin around the greens. However, but then um, Pro V1 can also like is better for off the tee with distance. But I find that the X actually like approach shots into greens spin have a, like a really more consistent spin okay um but it's not quite as soft so like just there's a lot of differences with balls okay. i always i chirp my parents when like they use like expensive golf balls because they're not good at golf and i'm like nobody nobody who <laughs> doesn't play like competitive golf or like is a decent player should be like spending money on expensive yeah, 50, 54 you're dollars not, a dozen. you are not going to be able to tell the difference yeah. like there's no way yeah, no, I, I don't even know the difference between normal balls people and are like, balls like it feels like, the same to me as no a, yeah. people are like oh I'm trying I mean, as long as you're not using like limited distance practice balls yeah, yeah. like you're not going to notice a difference we know like, someone that does like, that oh, <laughs> I, I always love the person who it's like oh I'm trying to break 100 like maybe I should like invest in some really expensive golf balls yeah. <laughs> it's not going to do it yeah. or our friend Bubba but he's a big oh. dude. Um, he, he got brought well, up no, again. But he's, he had to bring he, him up. No, he's specific to this. He fits this uh, profile. Only person I know that does this is last time I was golfing with him, I my he had a couple balls in his pocket. I didn't. We were far away from the cart. He's like, here, take one of these. Just practice ball. I'm like, range dude, ball. range ball. I'm like, no, dude, do you have like, no, I just, I've been using practice balls. I'm like, dude, no, like I'm a rec golfer, but like, come on. Like, I don't want to use this. Like, especially the ones that have like the, the nerf distance because sometimes yeah, I do. you know, they don't want them to go as far as they truly would go. So they mm-hmm. go like 75% of the way mm-hmm. and you see people who use range balls and you're like, don't use that. Yeah. That's right. yeah. Top yeah. flight is my, is my preferred choice. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's fine. You're, you're, joking. you're not a Wilson guy. No, no. Wilson's not gotten noodle. better. Wilson, the Wilson staff, yeah, the Wilson stab duo is not actually that. money. Wilson is elevating for sure with all their stuff too. Yeah. With their like apparel and yeah, their clubs. Yeah. They were like one of the big three growing up of top flight Wilson and Spalding that if you found one of them, you threw it back. But Dude, I just got a hundred used Wilson's for $15. Cause I lose so many balls. I was like, I might as well just pull the trigger here. I mean, yeah, they're fine. Yeah. They're, they're totally fine if you're like new to golf yeah but yeah when you get a little better you can feel how hard they are okay. and the sound it makes off your club and you're yeah. like 
I'm yeah. I'm telling you, like I I go the route of like I'm just gonna save money on golf balls, and then I find like a Pro V and use it, and I hit it straight, and I'm like, this is this is the ball. <laughs> it, you can feel the difference yeah. on it, and then I get back in the. I really should be buying Pro V ones. Yeah, <laughs> but all right, the next one is uh, wooden tees or plastic tees. Um. Oh. Um. Plastic tees off the tee. Wooden tees on par threes. I'm like so. I don't know. It was like some sort of I rhyme there. I don't know why. That did yeah. rhyme, actually. Yeah. I don't know why. I like, I swear plastic tees feel so good with a driver, but I don't like them with an iron. So Interesting. I need to use a wooden tee, but that's just like a little superstitious. I need to use a wooden tee on a par three, but um, plastic tees. Otherwise. No, that's new advice. That's advice. We're I don't even know. I don't that? even know if that's advice. Nope, that's just we're like going to try it. I'm taking it as advice because now we're just going to be this is This is super specific, but you know the tees they give you at TPC? Yeah. Those are my favorite tees. Those are good ones. Yes, I, love I those. use those religiously. And like every time I go those there. Those are the wooden ones, right? Yeah. yeah. And they like break after every time you hit them, yeah. but it's always <laughs> so clean. And every time I ask the ranger, he can probably tell that I'm a guest. I'm like, can I have like a handful of them? And he's like, yeah, you can. They're free. Yeah. I'm like, Thanks. <laughs> he literally told us all to take handfuls yeah. last time we were there. I still use them as well. I don't know when I'll that's, be back. That's <laughs> that's a thing that would never goes away. I still take handfuls of teas. Like if I'm at like a cool course and stuff too, I'm yeah. like, can I just Well, it's just, it's so cool to be at the course and be like, hey, check it out and show one of your friends, you know, a TPC tea, right? Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. You, it's kind of cool at our practice facility and like all the courses that all of us play individually and then as teams like we're everywhere like from sea island yeah. and you know chambers bay and wherever california bahamas like all these courses and then there's just like all these tees like from all these different places just all in the list bolstead uh to practice facility it's just like it's uh it's almost like a uh, museum of tees no seriously yeah <laughs> They're broken too when they're when they're in the snow and then they like are all fine out there and the snow melts and there's like a million tees yeah Side question, you played Chambers Bay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think of it? Chambers Bay is so beautiful. Hard. Beautiful, so awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely tough, but... They have like the train that runs along it, right? That yeah. was the Jordan Spieth yeah. US Open? Yes. Yeah. Someone hit the train. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really cool. And it comes to like multiple times throughout the throughout the round. Um, but what's so cool about Chambers is like there's... I don't know how many courses where you can see the water on every single hole. Yeah. Like every single hole was a cool view. When I was out at Pebble, like... All of the courses like on the coast are so sick, but all the inland holes are like, no, like nothing really special. Like yeah. they got their signature signature holes, but um, obviously Pebbles Pebble, but like still Chambers. I was like, dude, this is so cool. How every single hole is so scenic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because you're right. Pebble is has its scenic holes, but then they're just like, here's a dog. Like right, yeah, <laughs> right, right, yeah. So so many like primo courses are like that. Like, um like a lot of the ones they play in the PGA tour, like for majors and stuff. Um, the courses, like they have their signature holes, but then like the rest of the course, like you wouldn't even know what it was sometimes because it's just like not as cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know? Yeah. Not a big deal, but we played pebble on the simulator in our winter league this year. True. Yeah, no big deal. How'd it go? Yeah. That's probably not good. Not good for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember, that was a two man best ball league. Right? Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I probably was deep in winter. <laughs> I don't know if that was when uh, I loved my favorite. I think golf meme on the internet is the guy who's in the simulator holding the ball. And he's like, guess what? I played a whole round and didn't lose a ball. (laughs) It's like such a dad joke. That's a good one. It was a great joke. Dude, I should steal that. That's a good one. You need to steal that. I should. Next time you're playing a simulator, you'd be like, hey, I played 18 holes and using the same ball. (laughs) That's sometimes a rarity for me. Seriously. (laughs) Next up on the rapid fire here, we got mallet putter or blade putter. Blade. Oh, okay, blade. that was mm-hmm. fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blades. I, I, 
Also, I feel like I'm partial because I just think blades like look cool. They do, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I do love my my Scotty blade that I've had. I was just about to ask if you play a Scotty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Guy at TPC, Michael Tidd, shout out Golf Specs. He uh, tricked out my putter with uh, engraved it with like it says carp and then it's got bombs on it, oh, like literal sick. like the emojis bombs. Yeah, and it's got like a golden gopher, like Goldie engraved oh, wow. on it too. That's it's so, and like sick. maroon and gold accents. Oh, it's so sick. <laughs> yeah, like really custom sweet. like gopher head covers. It's really too. icy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah. get new head covers every year. Really cool. <sighs> yeah, I can grab Damn. you guys one. That'd be Do sick. It. Yeah. Do well, it. I mean, by grab you guys one, I mean I can give you one that I used in the past. Sure. So that's that, that's, that's all okay. I need to go with my okay. University of Minnesota golf bag because I. Do you actually have one? I yeah, because I allegedly golfed. For the University of Minnesota. Do you actually have a, a U.S. I, I do. I, I don't know if it's a team bag. I don't know if it's a team bag, but I like to say it's a team bag. And then I like I like to think when get I'm rolling name, up. Get your name engraved on it. I should. Everyone will be like, and, oh my God, you played for the U? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, that's one of those yeah. things that I thought, for whatever reason growing up, that that's like an impossible thing. I'm like, oh, only people who have their... Like their name embroidered on their bags are like really good, and someone's like, yeah. "Dude, you can take that somewhere." Yeah, and they'll do it, it for like ten dollars. That's why it's so funny. I, I like to think that people have sh- seen me show up to either the driving range or the first tee and are watching me and see the, my bag. Like, oh, you must have been a former uh, college golfer. Then they see me tee off and like, what the fuck is wrong with this yeah. guy? <laughs> Did he steal that from a U of M player or what? <laughs> Just a really, really big Gopher golf fan. Just yeah, a exactly. diehard Gopher golf fan. I'm, I, actually, I have season tickets. <laughs> Show up every course. You, if you got your name embroidered on your bag, though, I'm not kidding. I really you need would, to figure out how to do that. You I, just take it somewhere, right? Yeah, where do you yeah. take it? I don't see. Like Dude, I told you, I just found out my, <laughs> that anyone can do it. I never thought it was of my that Christmas. Idea. It was my Christmas gift when I was a junior golfer, and then after that. You know, in college, they just yeah. brought in bags with that were embroidered. But right. I, I think you can literally just take it somewhere. Okay, I'll figure it out. Or you can out. get you can get some needle and thread. I, I could try to do it, do it myself. Really, <laughs> my mouth, I don't know. <laughs> but it would look like it was written by like a second yeah, grader. It's like, like Jake my Pringle. Yeah, right. It's embroidered though. It's and then I can and then get, there's like a path of stitching that just went up here. But yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> nothing. I'm trying to like put like uh, Emmett. Um, uh, M logo or something like that and it just looks like looks like you wrote it when you were freezing cold yeah, it doesn't even look it looks like the letter E <laughs> or something but also like if I get that on top of like some old head covers I am l- looking good out there on mm-hmm. the course I am I am officially a former athlete I would say with so with the U of M officially so <laughs> that's how it works actually yeah, yeah no that you just need it like with that get it embroidered get the head covers and you're good to go I uh, I recently switched to a belly putter because my Growing up, my grandpa used like this. Really... Belly putters are illegal. Well, like like the Lucas Glover one. Like, I think as, uh, what, as long as you like don't they're... stick it in your chest, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the the variation of it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have one of those because my grandpa used it growing up all the time, and it was just like sitting in my room at home. And I'm like, I feel like I got to honor him and use this. So I cleaned it up, and I've tried to switch to it. Been a brutal, a bit of a brutal transition, but I, I think I'm figuring it out finally. So I do the one. The one grip up here, elbow up, and then I claw it at the bottom. Oh, okay. But sometimes if I don't grab it hard enough at the bottom, my my path is like Will Zalatoris, and it goes <laughs> like I spell like I figure eight with it. So I'm figuring out how to do the belly putter. Dude, I've been thinking about switching to the claw grip. I yeah. Have been. I. 
It, lo- I, it looks cool. See, that's the only reason I really no, like it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you don't think so? It does, no, it doesn't. That's This is the thing. And I've wanted to say this on my podcast. I've wanted to say this on my podcast. Like some people who came on who like use the claw grip. Like I've been so close to just like chirping them like, so the claw. But like they're so good. And like, we don't know each other. So I feel like I can't. But <laughs> It just looks like someone with the claw has like no. such a light touch on the claw. The thing about the claw. Okay, this is the thing. The thing about the claw. Sorry if anybody uses the claw. The thing about the claw is that nobody learns to play with the claw grip. So if you're using the claw grip, it's like a dead giveaway that at one point in your life, you were so desperate. Like you would do anything to get the ball in the hole that it's like, okay, like last resort, let's go to the claw. And then like, so like people got good with it. So then that's what people do. But so like, I've been so hesitant to switch the claw. Cause I'm like, if I do this, then everybody's going to know how horrible, like I just had no confidence, like no confidence with the putter. You're, you're spot on with that because every time I've switched to the claw, it's when I like, can't do anything else when you're just like and i mean like it's a desperate attempt to just try to make a putt yeah seriously you're or like even, screw it like or why even, not <laughs> or even leg foot a uh, leg putt a 20 footer you're like maybe i can put it next to the hole if i just switch to that correct yeah but i mean to, to, i'm also thinking about doing it so emma but, the claw community might come after you though. yeah you have to watch that i know seriously like i've thought about doing it like like Swifties. my very first <laughs> my very first podcast uh like the guy that I had on used the claw and he's filthy. Like he's so good at golf, but I thought about just like lightly chirping him. And I was like, ah, maybe not. Maybe I'll wait a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say if it's, if the claw is a sign of desperation, desperation, I'm probably a year or two away from it. Give it a rip, Jake. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should. Cause it's, it's getting bad. I'm breaking clubs on Next storm time you're, now. Yeah. So. Well, as no, a bad I mean, golfer, when I see someone with the claw, I'm like, this person you know, they're putting a lot of hours. They're putting work in. Yeah, yeah, they're probably pretty good. That, that's me as, you know, a, a that, that was golfer. That yeah. was my perspective initially. That's someone but... who has gone batshit crazy. Is, yeah. is when you that's see sport. I'm, I'm not far. From, I'm not kidding. I was this close to doing it. This close. I was practicing with it. I was like, God, it feels good. Some of the people who use the grip where they grip the top of it and the two thumbs in the middle. I'm like, how rough is your putting game right now that you thought that was a good idea? <laughs> yeah. People, people are desperate. I mean, who well, seriously though? Who cares? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. I'm Pro- talking cross about hand. My brother and my dad both do cross I, I putt cross handed. You putt cross handed. Yeah, I, I tried I, it. I learned to putt cross handed. Oh really? My dad, my dad, who <laughs> love you, dad. He's a 24 handicap, or maybe he's a little better now. Maybe he's like 20. But he literally, like, he taught me, like, was convinced that like you had to putt cross handed to make butts so that's why i learned to play golf people are like when i'm putting bad people are like oh it's like why do you put cross handed maybe you should switch back to conventional i'm like dude i've never put a conventional <laughs> before i wish it was that simple maybe it's the claw maybe that's what it is just just try the claw you yeah. might come to the dark side yeah <laughs> why not claw, i was playing in a scramble side. this summer with my friend and i was like screwing around on the second hole i was like should i just use the claw today like why not and I had like a four footer. I was like, all right, if I make this, I'm using the claw for the rest of the season. And I like rolled it in. <laughs> the guys we were playing with were like, you said it. You got to use it all season. <laughs> but you, I didn't. Yeah. Shut up. I'm going to use the claw. Jake, this try weekend. the claw. I'm yeah, using it. We'll use it. We have a scramble, scramble this week. And I'm going to try the claw. Even though, it do I really have the what right putter for What scramble are you guys in? The uh, Valleywood Valley Superintendent's Revenge <laughs> Scramble. Where at? Uh, Valleywood, oh, Valleywood, Apple Valley. Oh, Minnesota. oh okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Got it. I'm playing in a scramble this weekend too. Where are you playing? Are you playing at? Legends. Oh well, yeah, yeah that one's just hey, so it's, much it's better here. than ours. It's pro- <laughs> we should probably try to sign up for that one, but we're. My friend works at the Bevcart, so oh, okay. yeah, that's right. where I played the other one too. Yeah, Legends. Leg- I think that's, uh, that's the, the only one yeah. I haven't played down there. Yeah, I've never yeah. played Meadows, either. Wilds. I haven't played Legends yet. Yeah. yeah. I just like have to make sure because I obviously can't win any money or anything. So I just play like for fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
Legends. Nothing Ohio wrong was... with getting around into the Legends, though. That's no, the place is cool. Fun. Yeah, it's a good yeah. spot. Right good in spot. Lakeville there near near uh, Heritage Links, which is not as good of a course. It just doesn't meet the level of expectations of uh, the Legends, but it's... it's Heritage Links makes a damn good Bloody Mary. Yeah, they do. We play there really? in the morning. Yeah. Really? We got there at 8 a.m. Yeah, we decided That's to do an 8 a.m. tea time on a Saturday. It was uh, a regretful 8 a.m. tea time. <laughs> Ask us about any course. We'll tell you about their alcoholic beverages. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, actually, good to know. What, what course has the best alcohol, alcoholic beverages? I, everyone here knows what it is. It starts with Wait, a D. Say it, oh, say it the, yes. Say, say, say it at the exact same time. Wait, we do. Okay. Three, Three, two, two one. one. Dear run. <laughs> oh, gosh. Did you say that? <laughs> no. I thought I you were going to say one. I thought you were going to say one. Oh, like, no. I was like, just wanted to see what oh, you no, were going to say. Dear run. No, I, well, Fireball Friday is awesome. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. brutal. That's Pretty where... Uh, what, fireball Friday. So, on, uh, is it the ninth hole? Uh, like they give 12th you, hole. The 12th hole, they give you a free shot of Fireball well, Fridays. Yeah, and then oh, on hole four, too. Oh, come on. No way. Hole four as well, which is like, that's a little early for one. Yeah. So, it's like two free shots, which is like normally $12 at a golf course. Hey, sometimes by that hole, I need one so <laughs> it's already done the round's over you know so i need one to keep me going but that right before no. that and underrated fact they give you souvenir cups if you yep. get mixed drinks mm-hmm. bring them home yeah. yeah exactly bring them home and then yeah and you're kidding yeah. yeah and they're one of those courses that provide the tees in the cart which oh, yeah. a lot of the nice courses do that obviously they have the nice seats for... with the crown logo on yeah. it you know okay. all those seats yeah, it's beautiful so you've never played deer run um no i haven't no. but you should Sounds I'm sure like you have access run, to way better courses, well, but it is a fun course. Deer Run loves fun, though. They do. Yeah. In Victoria, there's a bar called Floyd's right down the road. <laughs> you always hit up Floyd's after. It's an interesting spot. You just end up there. And yeah. You, there's yeah. a ton of bikers, and you walk in with like a polo and shorts. Yeah. It's like a duo. <laughs> well, yeah. What was that time? Was I with you, Zane, or was I yeah. with... Uh, I'm just wearing like the pheasant waggle thing, yeah. and it's tuck- I look like such a... And people are there for like country music <laughs> and, night. Yeah. And, people, and there's a bunch of other people there like that are just yeah, biker looking people like and Jake, I'm just on the sitting clock. there just uh <laughs> yeah, being an idiot. Okay, I got a minute left. But no, it was a great time. I think what I did is I set down a beer <laughs> and then I, I like I put down my ball marker right by my beer and picked up my beer. Yeah, ground, you were reading your drink. Bit. I was reading the drink or something as <laughs> a caption. I don't no know way. what I was trying to do, honestly, but that's funny. I do that's not, a good one. Do not fit in there when we show up in the the polo and tucked in with the shorts but it's it's a good bit it's funny uh my course my my final question i'm sure these guys have a few more too is just you also sing including the national anthem at gopher sports events what's more nerve-wracking playing around a golf or having to sing the national anthem in front of a whole stadium um first tee versus that yeah first tee versus having to sing um i would say the round of golf oh or, really? or first tee both really? yeah really I mean, yeah first tee is probably the height of the nerves but i would say playing around Playing a competitive round of golf, I feel more nervous. Okay, but that that also must mean you have to be pretty confident in your singing. Um, it's not even. I wouldn't even say it's like so confident in my singing as much as it is like we got what we got. Like let's do our best. Done. Okay. Versus like around the golf, like around the golf. If you you know if you don't have your A game, you uh, you know. Don't don't get it going that day, or like just a lot can happen in a round of golf. Yeah, and like. How, I mean, I will say, like, I, I've definitely had some performances or, like, I've sang where I didn't feel good afterwards, not a good feeling, same with golf, but, like, golf especially, like, you never know what's going to happen. Singing, like, for me, like, I got the same voice, like, we, it is what it is, <laughs> yeah. we're equipped how we're equipped, but golf, it's like, you go out there and, like, literally anything could happen, good or bad, Yeah. so. See, the nice thing about singing, though, is you never have to walk into a stadium and worry about that because you know that probably 99% of the fans in there couldn't sing as well as mm-hmm. you. No. So e- e- even if you're like on your worst day, 
Like, if you ever heard us sing the national anthem, <laughs> yeah. fucking train wreck. That's that's nice it, of you to we'd say. We'd probably get called terrorists for how bad we butcher it, <laughs> honestly. So. No, no, dude. So many people, so many people are good at singing. Like, you could throw a rock and hit a good singer. People yeah, like Cousins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so many people, I feel like, are, are really good singers. And people don't give themselves enough credit. Like, people can carry a tune. I mean, and also, I was classically trained for, like, nine years. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. I definitely, like... Um, worked at it a lot. Now the national anthem is the only song in my repertoire anymore. <laughs> but yeah, also yeah. sorry, sorry. I was gonna say you can make a career out of just singing in the national anthem. Many, so people, many people have actually. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I well, I'm not. I mean, I'm not nearly as good as people who like do big events. But I, it's fun to do it for my school for sure. Yeah. Um, See, but you're just like golf. You're starting in the collegiate level, and you can move your way up. Exactly. To the <laughs> There's levels. You're on, you're, yeah. on, you're on the track. Yeah, but I mean, the, I would say that some nerves that go right along with uh, rounds of golf too would be like announcing for sure. Yeah, because you do that as well. Definitely. I don't know what it is. I would say sideline reporting specifically is more nerve wracking than like being on a play by play or analyst call. Oh, yeah. Because like, honestly, being on play by play call, like why I love it so much is like, it's kind of like what we're doing right now. It's like you just sit down and you have a headset on and you just do your thing and call a game. Mm. And if you stumble over your words, like, is it a big deal? Because like, can anybody talk for three hours without like a stumble? No, like yeah. the, even the, the best people, the best broadcasters do it. However, like when I've side that reported, it's like they cut to you and you got like a minute and a half to like give a really fire hit. And yeah. it's like, don't screw it up. And they're like three, two, one. And you're like, oh, all right, let's do it. <laughs> and you have that time where you have to wait. Yeah. yeah. I suppose even that you're just like trying to stay calm and just totally. But then totally. Like when you have to deliver that, I'd be terrified of delivering the first word. I'm, I'd be terrified mm. that I'd open my mouth and like gibberish. And nothing. Would, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> like a different language. What like, is it? What is that? The random Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Yeah, when he's yes. there and he's like, you like can't hear anything. And he's just like standing there. They're like, Bruce, talk. Yep. talk. And he's just staring and smiling at the camera. Yep. Well, we had, uh, right. we had Ben Lieber on the show. He used to be a linebacker for the Vikings. And he says doing color is 10 times more nerve wracking than playing an actual game. Really? Yeah. He said that? Yeah. Color color is really tough. I Because that's you have to be the expert. So yeah, yeah. I guess. But yeah, still. the analysis add to the awkward pauses or yeah. else you feel like uh, so you feel like you have to add something, but it could really just be bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Well, and the yeah. thing is, the thing that's so tough about color is like the play-by-play announcer really kind of runs, runs the show. So like the play-by-play guy is the one who's like going to basically tell color when to talk. Yes. Depending on like when they stop talking. So it's like, I remember first shift I ever worked was play-by-play for baseball. And um, I also worked a play-by-play shift for women's hockey. I mean, excuse me, a, a color. I worked a lot of color shifts, but I specifically remember working for women's hockey was really tough because the guy who does their play-by-play is really, really good. He's been there for years. Mm-hmm. And so he really runs it, which was good because, you know, it was going to be a good show. But like... It was the kind of thing where I didn't know when he was going to stop talking. And when he did stop talking, it was kind of like, okay, now Time it's your to turn go. to say something. <laughs> it's like, you better come up with something to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just looks at you, provide analysis. Seriously, yeah. Uh, yeah, that play wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, but that one was bummer. Uh, did not know, you know at times. Yeah, they point. Well, like, I ironically did play by play in color at the U of M. Uh, yeah. With the Big Ten Network Plus stuff. And, yeah, and, yeah, uh, sick. And Let's go. Yeah. I, I did more play by play, but color, I hated it for the most part of that. They would just point at you. They would look at you. And one guy was like pointing at the screen, like, and he's like this. I'm like, what do you want me to say? Like, it was just, uh, he just did a layup. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, you could see... They, Went they, into the paint and had a nice layup yeah. there. He had to leave. He actually had to leave the floor for that one. Yeah. That's how the layup <laughs> traditionally works. Uh. A lot of times they want you to say like, 
uh, some like background story about like the player or something like oh yeah you know like they've been play- like I always resort to stats too like yeah, just that's... like if you can just be like oh yeah that's their you know that's their like they're two yeah. for three on the night and like they're two for three on the night beyond the arc whatever like basketball and yeah. they like whatever like, their percentage for the season yeah. whatever so stuff like that's really easy but like some really good really good analysts I feel like can bring up like stories of mm. like oh yeah you know they yeah. actually picked up the game when they were this age yeah. and like their dads and they were like injured for like two three years and like some crazy story it's like yeah that adds a lot to the broadcast yeah. well, <laughs> and then like on the professional broadcast there are experts that probably actually played so they know probably what's going through the coach's head or what's being said in a huddle like one time uh, my play-by-play guy asked me at a go for basketball game. He, uh, he calls a timeout with a minute left. Jake, what, what do you think he's telling his players in this huddle right now? And what's the strategy? <laughs> I played rec league basketball. <laughs> I should be doing play-by-play. Uh, I just said he's probably telling him to keep it up. And, uh, don't turn the ball over. And that's probably not true. So that's it's just so hilarious. It's like, well, I've only played, in, I've, I've only played intramurals, know. and I've had to tell my team yeah. to stop walking down the court and actually yeah. attempt to jog. So that's and, probably maybe what he's saying. And, uh, that's so funny. Yeah, and, and uh, make sure we actually have enough players to show up so we don't forfeit. Um, <laughs> that's a big part, man. In, in don't show up to the game drunk. Yeah, don't show up drunk. Yeah, don't be buzzed. Don't like, be mo- like most sports. Don't take it too seriously as well in intramurals, yeah. but. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you've had, have you had like, I mean, you don't have to call out anybody by name, but have you had any like awkward, like color people you've worked with or talent? Um, uh, you know, my, the first women's basketball game that I worked, um, my analyst and I, it was both of our first time calling basketball. So we were both like pretty nervous. And um, I mean, gosh, like it, when you're doing Big Ten Plus, like it's all just about getting reps. It's yeah. about just like do, doing it the most that you can. So yeah. like, I would just say like we were both pretty nervous and um, sometimes we struggled with like, Oh, like exactly what we're talking about. Like he, sometimes he, he didn't really know like when to talk or yeah. things like that. And we would talk about it at breaks and stuff, but I mean, shoot, it was not only was it the first time working the sport. It was the first time us working together. Like it takes some time to like establish that real rapport between two analysts or like play by play and analysts. So, and you know, pe- when people are nervous and they don't really know what to say, like what really helps is like, if you have an analyst who just like knows the sport yeah, so well, like my yes. analyst who I've worked with a lot with uh, Gopher Volleyball, who, who um, I did I do Big Ten Plus with, and then we did ESPN Plus too for the first two rounds of the, of the NCAA tournament. And what's so so she actually played for the Gophers, played volleyball mm-hmm. for the Gophers. So like after after the play, she would literally like we'd be watching the replay, and she'd be like, "Yeah, you see how her hands are pushing in this way," and like and say like say she had done something else, like it wouldn't have worked out, but like. That's that's really good analyst right. work. If you can literally analyze the play, same thing in football. You know when they show the play afterwards in slow mo, and they, they you know like circle the guys. What's exactly what they're doing? Yeah. It makes <laughs> it thing. so much easier for the play by play. Like I had to do baseball, and that's a really slow game. Play by play was fun, mm-hmm. um, but I had a couple interesting color guys. Um, they're super nice people, but uh, I, we, were, we were playing and we were playing Indiana, and I was just mentioning something about the pitcher of the gopher is doing something really good. And then he, I don't know if he thought he had to say something. I just see him look down at his notes and he's like, Jake, the gopher, the gopher is Indiana base or the Indiana baseball team. They are uh, six and eight at home this season. I'm like, we're, oh, no. we're playing in Minneapolis right now. Their home record in Indiana means nothing. I'm like, 
I don't even know what I didn't even say anything. You just don't even know how to respond to it. I either. just went right to the next Or the play. guy who said he was the Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's, baseball. that's oh. what I'm about to say. It made oh. no sense. That was at US Bank Stadium, too. I remember like the Kevin uh, Durant of college baseball. Everyone, was, everyone knows one. Yeah, well, then you just say, you, you were just talking about a player, and he's like, he reminds me of Kevin Durant. No, he reminds, Jake. Me, reminds me of Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't say anything. I think I said something <laughs> when we went to break. I'm like, I. Dude, I couldn't uh, play. I didn't know what to say off that. Like you gotta, I was just, I was pretty much trying to nicely say you gotta say something more relevant to the to the game. So, and then there was this one play where I was doing. You gotta say something more relevant to the game. Like I, I don't know, but we we're just announcing basketball, probably a uh, women's basketball game, and um, my color guy, I, I think he. I didn't really want him to necessarily talk at one play, but like we, we had someone else clipped it off and sent it to me after like one of the producers. Cause it was pretty funny, but like, I just, it was like during a play where there's a layup and a foul and he would, the color guy was trying to announce what happened. And he was like, and he goes to, he hits the player and he tries to try and the fouled. And oh, no. There's the ball. <laughs> and it was just constantly stumbling. I'm like, dude, no, uh, Okay, like the boom, boom goes the dynamite. It, guy. Was, it reminded me of that, but like I was, I was not perfect at all because like the first game they threw me on um, was a so- well, yeah, a woman's soccer game, and it was super fun. But I just kept saying the word battle over again. Apparently, there's a battle at midfield, battle, battle, and my producer came in and he's like, "You gotta stop saying the word battle." <laughs> what about what you saying penetrate a lot too? I said penetrate <laughs> yes, too. Yes, yes, I, I, I said penetrate. That. I, I remember hearing that. And yeah. my first like woman's hockey game I did, I think I just kept Come saying on. they're penetrating the zone, <laughs> and I kept and I'm like, but then it got better at more i did it but i'm like i, I found out words i actually printed off like a list words. of words like uh, verbs and stuff because i guess that's something i read in like that doc emmerich did like when he was early on i'm like that would make sense because but i'm like it felt weird but i'm like i gotta stop using the word penetrate <laughs> <laughs> said, yeah, pen- she penetrates the zone <laughs> that's not something that you would expect like the feedback afterwards to be too like hey listen <laughs> we were listening back and like you gotta stop saying that they, they, they would come up to me and like they they said you gotta stop using the word battle and i'm like i don't know this i, I was told i was told that i was using the word here too much i'd be like Oh yeah, we're here. Here we are, and okay. we're here. That's oh yeah, yep, yep. Here we Here's are. Yep. Here we oh, are. here they are. Here they come. Here yeah. they. Yeah. I think in every intro, like here like, we you're are. You're saying here a yeah. lot, and I was like, right, we're at Ritter Arena here. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't need to use that word. Ser- no, seriously, it's like well, it's it's like a filler word instead of saying yeah. like like in normal. Co- I feel like I do a good job of not saying like on the broadcast, <laughs> but I, a lot of times in person. When I'm having normal conversations, I feel like I throw in the word like a lot. Mm-hmm. Just filler words, you know. Or so, um. Or ums, totally. Yeah. Normal, um, normal uh, things people um. do. But yeah. I think my filler word on the air is here. Yeah. <laughs> that is way better than like, though, It is. Because yeah. it is. Um, when you see those videos of TikTokers who use the word like in every other word, you're just, you just want to beat your head um, against the yeah. desk. Like yeah, so, isn't it? Yeah. Those millennials, like the, or the Gen Zers or whatever, like the like, um, like, bro, like... Bra. It's like the language in SpongeBob. Dude, for all I know, that's how I've sounded on this podcast today. So. I mean, I, I use it a lot too, probably. <laughs> yeah. So everyone like. uses it more than they notice. I know, and then but the problem is, once you hear it once, you can't unhear. I know. It. Yeah. Every time someone says it, you're like. Ugh! Yeah. Like but then that, it's like, you and you're like fuck. Yeah. I heard it like seven that's different times. I, I used it seven times in one. In like one like sentence. I know. In like because that's like who I am. Oh. Like, like you know literally yeah, like. No one says like more than a hockey player in an interview. Um, oh, and or um, um, yeah, the um, 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 yeah, um, um, it's it's the um, so, um, yeah, um, uh, 
I remember uh, Brock Besser, uh, he played with me at Burns, his first yeah. ever professional interview. He said there was a light counter at the bottom of the screen. Oh, no. Yeah, he said it 29 no. times. Yeah, that was brutal. Oh, bummer. That's, that's always tough when you see that pop up on the screen. Yeah, the, the light the counter. The light counter. Light counter. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. We should put one on this episode. Who knows? Yeah. I guarantee I said it a lot. I oh, I've definitely said it a lot. Yeah. Now, now it's I'm, funny. It's like, See, <laughs> you can't unhear it. I'm now. self-conscious about it now. Yeah. yeah, now you can't get it out of your head. But Jake, it's gonna like, be a few how days. self-conscious are you about it? I'm like super oh, self-conscious. No. I'm like, like, like super like, like self-conscious. Dude, I'm really Jake, fucking self-conscious. It's time to, pen- <laughs> it's trying to penetrate the word like. Yeah, we gotta put, we gotta put, put a pin in it, and uh, we gotta keep yep. penetrating the word like here in the zone. <laughs> and it's a battle. <laughs> Dude, you gotta stop saying that. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, holy shit. Yeah, it's funny. That's great. Well, guys, any final questions? Yeah, the last we... one I had is uh, you have your own clothing line with uh, Fangirl. How mm-hmm. did you come up with a lot of those designs? They're they're around like the Gopher logo, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This hat's actually Fangirl. But yeah. um, so I met them same day I met you guys. 3M? No. Wait, no. wait, wait. Did you forget when we met? No, oh, no wait, I'm wait. just embarrassed. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. We uh, I don't know how much uh, we really met, though. We were sitting at the same table, but I don't know if we met. I knew who you were. At Tom's Watch Bar. Yes. Oh, yes. Ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. Yep, yep, the night we were invited when it opened. Yes. yes. Or yes. Uh, week it opened. Yes. Or yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. Yes. You were with Fangirl there? Or they no, were there? We, oh. that was just how we met. Oh, okay. Like, literally, Perfect. the whole thing came from that. Oh, beautiful. Um, yeah. yeah, so... And then we kind of got to talking, met a few times, and then, um, but that was back, you know, about a year ago now. Yeah, it was like That's in the right. spring of 2022. They just opened for Vikings playoffs around No, 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 no. It was, it was wild. It, oh, it was wild. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. So it would have, it was sooner than that. It was sooner See, this than is spring. bad. Yeah. It was like March. I can't even remember that. Yeah, it was like it was, March or March? April of 2022. I think it was, like was, was it not sooner than that? I have no idea. So wait, you were there that night? Wow! <laughs> no, I'm not trying. This yeah. is how bad my memory wow. is. Cause you, yeah, because uh, I think you uh, we talked to you briefly, like after, like the very end. Yeah, when you were leaving, probably walked yeah. by. Yes, and said hello. Now yeah. I feel so like a hello, I'm, 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 no, and, I, and I'm, I'm like, wait, big time you. I'm, I remember we're like, hey, guys, that's Emma <laughs> no, Carpenter. No, it's fine. I'll She's get done it. stuff with the three. I'm, and, and I think we were, you all were saying, we're like, oh yeah, that's who she was. Like, because I think we were trying to figure out who that was at the end. Well, you Shut said up! That, you said you guys yeah. don't even know I was there. No. <laughs> well, if, if, if it was at the end, we, of the we night were talking to Tom. There was probably a lot of alcohol involved, is what I assume. So we probably they had really really good drinks. Yeah, they awesome. Really good food, and we got into conversations with Tom, the actual owner. Like I was sitting next, so I was sitting next to. Tom, yeah. the majority. Yeah. So probably when he moved over to you, it was yes. about the time I was on my way out. But mm-hmm. yeah. So good dude. But yeah. beside the point. So <laughs> yeah. now we know, See, but now but, we all but, officially know but, each other. But that's now. more out of stupidity for us not no, to realize that's dumb. you than like. No, no. Well, it's really ah, okay. I said it. Because we try to be good <laughs> networkers, but sometimes we're just stupid. That's okay. Well, that's our whole thing. That's, yeah, I mean, we're mainly just stupid. Yeah. stupid I, won't, I won't cry about it for that long. It's okay. But um. so yeah, so basically just. We got in touch that day, connected that day, and then um, stayed in touch, met a few times, and then just kind of they were like, hey, listen, what do you think about like an Emma Carpenter exclusive style line? And I was like, if people want to buy that, like, <laughs> totally. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Um, I mean, I just think their concept is so yeah. awesome with um, the fact that there is just such a need for women's sports apparel that's like uh, comfortable and cute and like not like literally sports apparel always goes the route of like just typical apparel that's like unisex yeah the logo exactly you know standard men's stuff mm-hmm. or if they w- want to do a women's section it'll be like not even team colors 
pink sparkles yeah, cursive yeah. uh, bejeweled bejeweled <laughs> and it's like come on why why so so their concept is awesome and then they said that they were getting in they're working on getting gopher licensing oh, so nice. that they could actually use gopher logos well, and stuff so, cool. so i was like 100 percent, that'd be awesome i yeah. know for me myself also when i sing the national anthem they always want me to wear gopher styles mm-hmm. and you know this whole this whole collaboration was also you know through social media so what they had envisioned so a lot of the stuff that i had posted of me singing the national anthem i got i'm wearing gopher stuff but i've always literally because i didn't have a whole lot of cute gopher stuff to wear i would wear team issued shirts that said like minnesota golf on them yeah. they were like i wear to work out like literal workout shirts so i was like that would be i could wear it for that i can wear it for football games like totally that'd be so cool so then they were kind of like okay well you know you can pick some of the styles that we're designing or if you want to you we can design some yourself so i was like really cool so sweet designed uh two styles myself and they came to life amazingly and i was like so unbelievably excited i'm so excited um yeah i just feel feel really really lucky that they you know wanted me to do this with them they're so awesome i love them to death so great to work with and yeah just really really excited that it all it all happened (laughs) yeah what is uh completely defeat the purpose if they had a fangirl line for men (laughs) (laughs) well that's the funny thing like so many of my buddies and stuff they're just like man like wish we could support you but it's literally like cropped women stuff like no i think it looked good on you (laughs) jake i can see you rocking a crop top i might just buy one i think i'm gonna break the you know the mold the stereotype there you go there you go fangirl men cannot wear fangirl uh apparel I, I like it. So I'm gonna I like break. It. I'm gonna break it. Break, <laughs> break that stereotype. Penetrate that stereotype. Penetrate the stereotype, and it's just gonna be a huge battle. But you know, <laughs> Jake, show up to like the coldest game of the year this year. The yeah. Gopher football game, just wearing like one of the crop tops. Yeah, Perfect. I, I might have to do Perfect. that. Yeah, against Wisconsin. I like that. There's a windbreaker yeah. if yeah. it's windy. Okay. Ooh. I'll, I'll I'll buy both. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Then I'm ready to go, and I have the fangirl set up. I'm ready to go. Yeah. You're layered up. Yeah, I'm layered up. That's perfect. Up. That's perfect. So yeah, it's it's awesome. So excited. Love yeah. the stuff. So that's cool. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. It's been a blast. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. No, thank you guys. This yeah. is so much fun. Where you... can everyone support you? Because I know you said you have your own podcast, and yes. you had Bryce yes. Shambo on, which is fucking awesome. Shambo. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's. A, I don't even think I've heard that. Before. Really. Really. Yeah, no. You've never heard of Shambro? And no. That's pretty good. One. A negative people. D Sham douchebag. But, uh, but no. I'm, I'm just. That, we come, won't talk about that. No. 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 We just heard people say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. That, that wasn't like, you guys. You heard. No. People no. No. no, no, no yeah, D Sham bro is what we've said. Yeah. That's what we call. Yeah, that's which a good one. we say it in a positive connotation. Right. But, right. Yes. Yes. Ever since he switched back to the normal hats, we've been big fans. Of course. Is that right? Yeah. Not, actually, that wasn't actually the difference, but <laughs> but like, but like you actually had an I, opinion about the hats. No, no, no. I, oh. I didn't like him until he started showing his personality online and I found out he was cool because yeah. Yeah. back in the early days, like he would just talk about, you know, all the sciencey math stuff. And then he never really like talked outside of, but then he started doing podcasts and stuff and you saw the personal side of him. And yeah. I'm like, hey, right. He's actually a pretty cool dude. Right. Yeah. He just yeah. wants right. intense on the course, you know? Yeah, <laughs> a lot, a lot of those guys. Are yeah, little... I'm sure. What are your guys' thoughts on Brooks Kepka? I like, I'm fine with Brooks. I mean, he's a, he's a he's a he's an alpha. Sometimes yeah. a douchebag, but I I've always liked Brooks Kepka. 
You know, I didn't really get fully get into golf until like the mid 2010s, like following the different, uh, you know, getting into the golfer's personalities. And I like Brooks. I saw like a, you know, a chew in his back pocket, a cha. Uh, you know, like, uh, you know, a tin or whatever. And oh, I'm like, yeah. I like this guy because at the time <laughs> when I was starting to just get into golf, I've had to chew to like calm down on the course. And I realized this is turning into probably an addiction. So I got to stop. But I'm like, Brooks <laughs> yeah, is one actually. of us. So I always like Brooks. Yeah, of course. Fair, fair. Yeah. But uh, sorry, to answer your question. <laughs> sorry. No, no, that was me. That was me. I was asking you guys questions. To answer your question, so um, I'm on Instagram. My handle, username, Emma Carpenter, three M's, all lowercase, obviously, because I think they're all lowercase anyway. But yeah. <laughs> um, my, my Twitter is the exact same thing because I got hacked a couple years ago, so I had to remake Ooh. the Twitter account. Yeah. Um, and my TikTok, Emma Carpenter. And, um, also my podcast, five clubs, golf podcast. Um, I got my own segment. So does Gary Williams and Jay Bellis. Nice. So they release theirs. Um, Gary releases his really regularly. I think Jay, similar to me does, um, monthly quarterly type oh. stuff. So yeah, but, uh, got a podcast tomorrow morning with Annika Sornstam. So nice. Awesome. Really, Legend. really pumped up about that and should be released soon. But yeah, thank you guys so much. You guys, you yeah. guys are awesome uh, your guys stuff is really really awesome so yeah congrats Thank on you. everything you've done Thanks. really appreciate yeah, it we yeah appreciate it. totally awesome. yeah totally. your podcast sounds like it's on a whole other level than ours but i mean it's a, it's a real podcast it. yeah. <laughs> this one's not real no. <laughs> that's no. so that is so untrue no. someone's got to get drunk and <laughs> talk about sports make sense <laughs> your your equipment is so much more is so much more advanced than mine you got this. Really? Four, you got this four thousand dollar table. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. See, see, you paid attention. Yeah, you got to tell people it's a four thousand dollar. And now we're gonna go bankrupt. Yep. <laughs> just because of this table, but yep. we'll, we'll make it back. Yeah. Can I borrow it? Actually, <laughs> yeah. you unscrew it, and you know. Can I rent it from you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just have to take it in and out of here by yourself. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, good luck. No <laughs> just get like a two wheeler. It. It'll be fine. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you could probably recruit one of the crackheads down there to help you. Yeah. Perfect. Actually, I, I was I was kind of networking outside before this. Yeah. There we go. Hey, you never know who one of them used to be. Give them a shooter in their life. <laughs> well, they could have been successful. Yes, at one point. And then maybe they'll get back into that. I don't know. That doesn't what's, make sense. Uh, what's the movie? There's a movie about that where there's a there's a homeless guy and then he ends up turning into like a super Pursuit athlete. of or, Happy? No, no, oh, no, no. That's... Stock Trader. Yeah. yeah Pursuit of Happiness yeah. with Will, with with Will, Will Smith. Smith and yeah, he's his like son. homeless yeah. with his kid at one it's point. It's a great right? movie. Yeah. I actually haven't seen it. I haven't but... seen that in forever. You'll, you'll cry if you see it, but it is a great inspirational really? movie. Yeah. Will yeah. Smith has good, some good movies. You guys seen Seven Pounds? No. I have not seen oh, that. I haven't. Oh I heard gosh. it's great, though. Uh, really, really fire film. You guys should listen to it. I saw that. Listen to it. I don't know what Watch it's it. called, though. You could listen to it, too, I guess, but it wouldn't be the listen same. To, listen to it in the car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A long road trip. Oh, there you go. I don't know what it's called, but it's that movie with uh, him and Chris Rock, and he hits him in the face on the stage. That's the Oscars last that year. That was the oh. Oscars, the, 20, oh. the 2020. It was trying to make a joke, didn't it? We had no, the I, I think Jack got it. Yeah, he got the, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one before. Yeah, a good that one. was the Oscars last year. It's called the Oscars. It was fantastic. That was a good one. Keep your wife's ma- name out of your mouth. Wasn't there like real animosity involved though? Like that was, was real. Like, I guess that was real. Yeah. I guess unless that was all just rigged. I don't know. Like it wasn't even like a no, PR he, stunt. No, he made like, such an ass out no, of himself exactly that pissed. had to have been. Yeah. Well, in, in California, that's what? basically yeah. murder if you slap someone in public. So. <laughs> now, if you're a celebrity, though, you're good. <laughs> no, I'm saying if you're a celebrity, it's even worse because oh, it's yeah. like way more personal. You're right. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Emma. Thank you guys. This is a lot of fun. This was a ton of fun. So. Excited to listen to all the podcasts done in the studio from here on out. Oh man, yeah. it's it's gonna be good. Gonna be we got yeah, well bad, be fine. depending on your yeah. definition of good and bad. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. thank you guys. Bye. 
10K is proud to be sponsored by Better Edge. Better Edge is a legal online social betting marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans, place no commission positions in an online marketplace, compete in direct head-to-head challenges with horrible bettors such as myself, producer Cam, journalist Jake, and boss man. You can compete in public or private betting competitions, and you can buy yourself positions such as spread, over-under, money line, etc., all at current market prices. All you have to do is use promo code 10K at betteredge.com to get a free $20 when you sign up and verify your ID. Once again, that's 10K at B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com to get a free $20. Win some money today. All right. Welcome back to It's a Bit, folks. Very great interview with Emma. She's awesome. She's a rock star. She's doing a ton. Make sure to go check her out. Check out her podcast. Check out her clothing line. I know Jake's going to be want, buying one of those crop tops for the yeah. clo- for the for, probably the, the, the Wisconsin game because it'll be the coolest yeah, one of the year. And the windbreaker they have as well. Yep. I'm going to be showcasing it well. I think she's got hats, though. Are those unisex hats? Is, yeah, hats are unisex. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll buy one of those as okay, well. Okay. There we go. Um, but we're going to do the first, this is a big deal. We're actually ending the show with the bit, but if you think about it, the bit of the week is really the core of the show and save the best for last. I like so that. Have the bits take us home. Um, I guess we'll start with you, producer Cam. What do you got for a bit? I have the antidepressant bit. Um, this goes alcohol and then just, all right, Jake, what's your bit? <laughs> Painkillers, oxy. <laughs> this goes, uh, actually with what we talked about with the twins on the first segment or in the first segment is today I was at work when the game first started and then it like, I, I was watching it obviously it was an absolute shit show. Um, and then I was at home before I came to the studio and I was depressed as fuck and I was like, what am I going to do? This sucks. And hockey was on. It was like an antidepressant. So it's like mm. when you get rid of one sport and another comes and then you're not depressed anymore and you forget about all your trauma in life and then you don't want to see a psychiatrist anymore. A couple of memes A couple of memes to visualize that. Um, the, classic, the classic Homer Simpson one where he mm. goes in the bushes as one team, comes out of the bushes as the new team. And then the Band-Aid where mm. the, the boo-boo is... Uh, <laughs> or Flex Seal. <laughs> or Flex Seal, oh, yeah. Slapping, flex seal. The, slapping the tank. Yeah. Um, yeah, slapping the tank, um, the, the bandaid and the flex seal, my fa- I still think my favorite flex seal meme commercial or meme was the gaping hole with water coming out of it said, sorry, I didn't, <laughs> yeah, he I didn't, said gape. Yeah, yeah, that was, <laughs> we're penetrating today. Gape. We're penetrating gaping, holes, gaping gape. We're, all the verbs. <clears throat> um, the hole in the tank with all the water coming out said, you know, like your corporation laying off thousands of employees and cutting wages. And then the guy slapping says corporate. And then the flex seal says a pizza party. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I've been part of one of those before. So I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah. My, uh, my favorite one that I've done personally, I think it was like the first meme I think I ever put on the Instagram page was uh, back when the wolves were really bad. I was at, I was at one of their games and the hole with the water coming out of it said the wolves losing by 20 and then the the arm slap said the target center, and then the flex seal said laying down a beat because they just play music when the oh, <laughs> yep yep it's yep. like play like Jack Harlow or something, today, and the team's losing by thirty. Today for me it was the Homer Simpson one. Um, 
on the first picture, I was wearing a Twins jersey and a Twins foam finger. I went into the bushes and I came out looking like Rob Lowe, the NHL, with an, with an NHL, NHL logo man. hat. But I still had the foam finger because we still have hope. But I was just less depressed because hockey's. Bad. Can you buy general NHL apparel like with the logo? Sure. Yeah, I'm could. sure. Yeah. We need to roll into one of their games with just the hats and see how many people like. Tell we us just all some of well, what we should do is uh, the sickest hats I've ever seen are just like uh, normal hats with the old school retro NHL logo with oh, the, orange. the orange. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. So okay. those are sick. What we I need f- to do is just all dress up as refs and see how many people want to jump us <laughs> yeah like literally you're taking it out on us like it was like me wearing the joey gallo jersey like guy following me around the stadium the joey oh joey revenge tour boys yeah, the, yeah. 2022 23 God, he, hey play him now play him now what's his batting average in the playoffs uh a whopping zero <laughs> but he's zero for zero he hasn't got out yet yeah, he has the same amount of hits as byron bucks yeah remember Jake, that yeah. he has less bucks. strikeouts than anyone on the team i think right now <laughs> jake you're one of like a really good friend of mine but like your baseball takes might be the worst fucking thing I've ever experienced in my life. He's got that grin on his face. It's so bad. <laughs> Jake, can we burn just that a, shirt? Oh, just a fan of Josh Donaldson and Joey Gallo. Um, Seek help. Yeah, those are two baseball guys, man. Come on. Seek help. Joey Gallo was fun bits, in May, though. It's funny. At least, at least to I Jake's least, credit, he did get all of that Joey Gallo stuff in May. It'd be really weird if he, he bought, was on fire. If he bought all of that now, that would be really. And when I, and when I did buy the Josh bit. Donaldson stuff too, it was also at a point when he was doing well with us. Like it was definitely his his peak with us for sure. Like I didn't yeah. just buy this shit when they were like really bad or like we heard all this stuff coming out. Yeah, but but in hindsight, I probably should have been like, these guys might not be here. I was just super hyped about Josh Donaldson because I'm like, oh, we actually went out and got a guy, you know, and it's put just, us money, and he's we got hyped. a guy. It's He's not the guy. Cam, I'm not saying they're the best baseball players no, in the world. Calm down. I, I, what what it is though is it's, it's hilarious because you just get a, a financially invested in like their merch and then you just have to hold on to them. But uh, I got Shields cash with the uh, with the uh, Donaldson bringer of rain. That was a I love that fucking. Uh, that button up that was sick. classic capitalism. It's like you spend 130 <laughs> on a shirt for a guy yep. who immediately gets traded, and you've won another ten dollars. Go shop there. You're like, no, time, no, time to go spend another hundred. Twenty five dollar gift card better than uh, taking taxes out of my paycheck. And I could so, buy you. There a we can- go. You could buy the candy bar there. Yeah, yeah, not for not for just that shirt though. I have that same credit card, and I'm not going to lie, the rewards are awful. <laughs> I like. I spent enough there. Where not I've a got, sponsor. We also love Shields. In I case love they Shields. Want to sponsor the podcast. They love us. The marketing True. people. Are I never great. said it was awful. You got to spend enough money there. I spent enough money there where I've got like over a hundred dollars in gift cards, and I it's turned out really well for me. You have to spend at least a grand to get a twenty five dollar gift card. So a little, really... little less than that. All right, journalist Jake, what's your bet? Uh, it's the uh, you never know bit. Um, so this is in reference to a lot of, uh, you know, like the twins right now, you know, we got killed today or, or like when we were down nine to one and it was going in the bottom of the ninth and they're talking about a comeback, you know, you never know. Never Fucking know. hate and, that bit. And, uh, <laughs> you know, this, this goes back to, uh, another bit of with my dad growing up when I would be disappointed and see, uh, our team getting killed. And he's like, you know, you never know. And I remember he said, you never know specifically when we were one in five in the 2010 season, the go for football season. And, Brewster was pretty much on his way out. He was one game away. And my dad's like, the only way I see him keeping his job is if he wins out. I'm like, oh, well, do you see that happening? He's like, you never know. You, ne- you know, you never know. I don't think I've ever heard my father use those words. He only, I've heard him say it's over probably more yeah. than I've heard him which, say any other words. Which is weird. Be- well, I'd say in recent years, my dad has gone to the bit of the it's over bit. But growing up, it was, you know, you never know. You yeah. never know. So I'm surprised your dad had that 
you know, that much positivity like 30, 40 years Growing in. Because we're in our late 20s, and I think we're all getting more and more pessimistic when it comes to sports. Yeah, he, he's growing up, he would say, you never, you throw around the new, you never know, and I still catch myself saying it. You never know. I, I said, well, you, ne- you know, you never know. Hey, like Vikings playing 49ers without Justin Jefferson. You never, you never know, know. And, and that's the thing is, and this is something my uncle always said growing up. You any given Sunday, uncle. yeah, you, that's you, that's literally what any given Sunday means. You, you know, you, you you never know, and uh, just like go for basketball, you you do know. Yeah, you yeah. know, that's the one thing that you're sure of. <laughs> but other than that, you never know. <laughs> other than go you, for but, basketball, but but it, it's just like the idea or the adage of saying like, uh, you know, you can say you don't have to do anything if you don't want to. We don't have to go to work tomorrow if we really don't want to. It's just like. Well, that was like me today in St. Paul. I didn't pay for parking because I really didn't want you to. You don't have to if you don't want no. to. That could be another bit, honestly, but yeah. like the no bit. I don't know, but it's just like this. We don't know the future. You, Saying you no know. to the federal government. Yeah, yeah exactly. Goes well. That that could go well. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you never know. The Vikings could win the Super Bowl this year. You never know. You know it's true. You don't know. But yeah. so we'll see. You All never right. know bit. Wags, what do you got? I got uh, the police chase bit. Um, my, my our good friend Bubba uh, drove me to the Gopher game, and he went with me to the Gopher game uh, when we got killed by Michigan. I totally forgot because I haven't ridden in a car with him in years. That he um, he like thrill drives where he will literally drive way too fast. He will ride people's asses way too closely. He'll slam on his brakes way too hard because he puts him these he puts himself into these scenarios that you should never be in as a driver. Well we are approaching an exit near Minneapolis to get, you know, to get towards Dinky Town and stuff like that. And you know how there's always like a big backup in that right lane of traffic to like exit onto um just to get on that exit, right? Well uh Bubba cuts over at the last second and he's about to run into the car at the back of the line. So what he does what he does he goes onto the shoulder of the road to avoid doing it. Oh he's like, oh I'm already here. He drives about a half mile up the road and then cut someone off and he, he he essentially cut the whole line by driving on the shoulder and cutting back in so he, he, on the oh, loring no. tunnel right yeah yeah and it's, i've it's, seen a bmw do that before yeah. and this is very dangerous to do oh yeah, yeah. no it's stupid because the so, tunnel comes up quick so he uh so uh he he does this and we get a little bit past the tunnel or whatever and all of a sudden there's seven eight cop cars we see in the background i'm like oh my god we have the whole entire police force on our ass right now pull the fuck over and all of a sudden he pulls over and everyone else is pulling over too and it's the michigan team bus driving by oh but i i swear to god as i was sitting there i was like why why did i go to the fucking game with this kid i'm gonna get thrown <laughs> there's gonna be police officers with guns raised get out of your fucking car no, to us it <laughs> looks like he's like leaving in the scene of a crime right yeah and, and so i was just i was waiting for something horrible to happen um but yeah that was that's that was my police chase. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised you were nervous about that because normally when you're in Minneapolis and you see multiple sirens, you don't really bat an eye. I, I guess you don't, but we saw the cars because they were driving right by us. So we yeah, saw them yeah, coming yeah. in the back. So that's the only because there was um, when you when they have like the train with the bus going by, they have three cop cars and then mm-hmm. the bus, and that's all I saw were the cop cars. Dude, you yeah. should you should have known too. Like this is the guy that's Bubba since high school who has said who would drive crazy and we, and we would say you're going to kill us, and he would be like. I've had a good run. Yeah, I've had. This is the guy that's been saying this for <laughs> yeah. ten years. He's willing uh, to kill you. Yep. I've, but I haven't yet. Don't just, kill me. Just, I don't care. I've driven with Bubba before. It's fucking scary. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's not okay. Uh, I'm not picking on you, Jake. I swear to fucking god, I'm not. And I'm not trying to be a dick. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm a crazy driver. Yeah, you're a horrifying driver. I, not I, as bad as I, Bubba, but it's scary. I would. I would agree. I like to. Uh, I I overly speed. Yeah. I I. Break really quick. No wonder your wheel speed sensor went haywire. <laughs> Can't keep up with you. Yeah, dude. That no, I agree. I've been like that. I, I try to get places too quick and don't think. How many tickets do you have? 
Ah, uh, surprisingly not a lot. I think I've had uh, j- not parking tickets, right? Like no, just, just okay. Like driving tickets. Um, I think I've had three at all time. You two got, all time. Yeah, one and driving that, me one bull- and that was bullshit. That was nothing, nothing to do with speeding. They just pulled me over because I was a fucking teenager, and they admitted that in court. And I, 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 yeah. I took it to court. Yeah. I said, "Fuck this!" They didn't, and, and they just the judge. Me, the judge made him write an essay so he wouldn't get a ticket. Uh, like, dude, like I just <laughs> hey, need to write. An, I was a senior in high school. Money. Like, just write a ticket on what you want to be when you grow up, and we'll we'll write an record. Otherwise, I've had only you, two speeding tickets. And then you proceeded that. to write an entire essay about how you wanted to be a porn star, and yep. you handed it into the jury, and oh, you dude. got off without it. I, like, I, I want to sling crack rock. It had to be eight pages, but I. They didn't give me font like specifications or whatever. Oh, no, no, was it? I just put like thirty, like thirty-two, forty-eight font. <laughs> type. I want to be this, you know, and I want to be a football player. Yeah, okay, Jimmy, like, keep trying. You'll get there one day. It actually, sounds like the uh, one of Bubba's papers in high school. I want to be a football player. <laughs> okay. No, but you know, I'm a crazy driver. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I'm crazy too, but I think I'm a little more controlled about it. But I will admit there are times where I call myself an asshole in the truck to myself when no one else is there. So, Like, dri- not- like driving to this uh, our new studio here in St. Paul, you sometimes have to drive like an asshole. Oh, yeah, if you, you want to get, get here in, in less than an hour. In yeah. Minnesota, you have to almost do. Yeah, to keep up, to survive. Yes. I'm embracing my asshole driver. Drive recently. to survive, a Minnesota yeah. driving story. Um, you know what's right. really quick, because we're yeah. talking about Bubba, the funny thing is... Uh, the show It's a Bit, like it was my idea for Bubba because he used to yeah. call everything a bit. It's yeah. just funny going full circle. Well, no, it's how, funny because like, yeah. yeah, I think we, we, you and I were talking like because back when we had the Minnesota Rundown, it was our main show. Bubba was still a part of this for what? Well, because I don't know, but we're like, hey, you see, we should start a show. We can call it, yeah, a bit something or whatever. And there was supposed to be a show around him. Yeah, this show he was made that for up. Bubba. Yeah. He's like, you fuckers, I deserve compensation. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he you wants don't. royalties because he threw out the name. <laughs> what? And then, and then he was like bitching because he bought one of our hats on our store, and he's like, he. <laughs> He tried to get out of us what, what cut we're making on, on everything, you know? He's like, no, I, I want you to give me the cut that you make on it. <laughs> Why? That's not how it works, This guy, guy, he's such an idiot. He uh, sent us a picture in our group chat of him sitting there without a shirt on. I don't know if he had pants on or whatever, and all he's wearing is the hat. And he goes, cool hat. It's like, this is really the photo you chose. I think he was on the shitter. Yeah, he definitely was happened. on the shitter. All right, I'll take us home here. Um, I have the just... Off the grid bit, Jake, you kind of did this a couple weeks ago when you were at the Boundary Waters. I've mentioned it enough times to show my brother got married last weekend. Congrats, TJ and Riley. Very fun weekend. Um, and it was nice to just accept that I was going to miss. I missed a lot of sporting events. Totally fine. I had my phone on do not disturb. I didn't text anyone back. I didn't open Snapchats. I didn't respond to DMs. Didn't look at emails. My phone was essentially just a paperweight in my pocket. And it was so nice to just put my phone on do not disturb, not care about the Vikings losing, about the Twins losing, about the Gophers losing, even though I was checking in scores, to just like have fun and be a person. You you forget about how much Minnesota sports consumes you, sports specifically. And I, it made me realize that I could probably be a way happier person if I didn't put myself through all the shit that we do oh, as Minnesota yeah. sports fans. That also sounds miserable because that's how much I love sports. But uh, it was kind of funny to just experience what you experienced for a weekend, not really be on your phone at all, and uh, just be a human being again, surrounded by people you love. There's nothing that can upset you in that. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're at a Twins game, when you're at a Wild game, when you're at and these teams lose, it just fucking wrecks your day. Whereas when you go to a wedding and you don't talk to anyone but the people you're with, you're like, oh, the grass is always greener on the other side. <laughs> Dude, you're well, so right about that, like uh, mental health with Minnesota sports. Uh, 
every single Sunday when the Vikings lose, I it's it's just depressing, right? You have work the next day. Your mm-hmm. football team sucks. For me, that's the number one team where if if I watch them and they lose, I'm literally depressed. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it in general though, like the sports aspect on top of it, already on top of social media, just in, taking a break from social media in general mm-hmm. and the that's content a, aspect. And it's so I mean, hard for us too, just we're all you yeah. know, we run social media pages, so it's, it's yeah, rough. I will it's, I will say I had enough people at this wedding ask me what the score was of the game, so I started off my brother's best man speech by giving the score update of the Twins game, so. I'm a Minnesota sports guy through and through. Even when I'm off the grid, I'm still going to provide the people what they want. They want the score. I was getting, I was getting so many score requests that I just had to work that into the speech because I'm a man of the people. But yeah, other than that, I didn't really fulfill any duties as a Minnesota sports connoisseur as I normally do. And it felt pretty good to take the weekend off. I'm back. I have hope again. Um, but it was just, yeah, after looking at those scores, I'm like, cool, I didn't miss shit. Yeah, and it ended up being a pretty good kinda, night. Yeah, It's kind of fun. Like, it's funny, too, in the Bounty Waters, we couldn't even, like, see the score. I remember I was thinking, like, oh, what's this? I wonder what the score of the Gopher game is right now. I haven't, like, touched my phone. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's just no server. But that's Nothing great, because, because guess what? A second later, you forget about it, yeah, and you I know. enjoy... God's getting beautiful by, earth yes. with fun people and getting yeah mauled and by bears. and molested by bears, but, but also yeah. But it's just That's so okay. it's just it's so okay. nice. It's so nice every now and then to just go off the grid and just experience life with great people and just take a little break. So I didn't. I picked the best weekend possible to do that. Um. Yeah. The yeah Minnesota sports went over three that weekend, but that's it. Great show, fellas. Another yes. great one. We, we powered through it. We did. Um, thanks again, folks, for tuning into It's a Bit. Make sure to go to the website, 10ktakesmn.com, to read all the blogs. Go to the Listen tab on that page to uh, yep to uh, listen to all the various podcasts on the 10K Network. I know Wild Takes is spinning back up now that the Wild season's going. We also have a Matt Boldy jersey giveaway. If you're still listening to the show at this point, go to Instagram or Twitter. We're giving away a Matt Boldy jersey. And uh, we have all the new stuff in the shop. But thanks so much for supporting us as always. 10K takes on all socials. We hope and pray that next week when we talk to you, we will be in the ALCS. The Wild will be undefeated. The Vikings will have finally gotten a win. And the Gophers will still be on a bye, which is better than losing. So thanks for listening to another episode of It's Bit presented by 10,000 Takes. We'll see you next week.